our last stop on the road to Logan. And guess what, everybody? We picked up a hitchhiker. So get ready, because we're going to be tackling this first blockbuster of the year with a bang on a brand new edition of the Review Review. Same. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> this sounded like you had a bad throat. <laughs> trying to be Logan, Logan style. Logan. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes and one extra hitchhiker give you a big dumb opinion. <laughs> I forgot our own goddamn tagline. We're going to just... throw too much in there. <laughs> We're going to try Damn and it. share the same opinion. <laughs> we all have one opinion. Yeah. Well, actually, I thought this. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. That's right. They I all didn't. have to be the exact same. <laughs> I'm Troy the Max Extreme. I'm JD the Gay. Today, we are being joined by the one, the only... Ghost Hunter Day. Ooh. Oh my god, he said it right when you put it out. <laughs> We've been practicing. I'm the cue master. Uh, yes, today we will be going over our final stop on the road to Logan, the titular Logan. <laughs> How apt. <laughs> what did we think? Top of the hour will let you know, but first we're going to get into the news of the week. And one of the big things was that somebody over here. It's a big one. Turned a little dirty 30. Who? You, silly. Okay. <laughs> I see you dressed up. You're wearing your finest tuxedo t-shirt. I did. I'm, I'm, I'm casual, but I like to party. That's very good. What'd you do for your uh, big day? Uh, <laughs> I worked out and then uh, I think I ate some chicken. I went Solid. to work. You know, adult stuff. Great. Good story. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're celebrating by having a haberdashery of different beers that'll probably make us sick because they're all going to intermingle <laughs> tomorrow. I'm going to grab them in a big handful and do, do them all simultaneously. <laughs> so we are celebrating your birthday on this episode, JT. Good. There you have it. Uh, first bit of news. I feel so surrounded by warmth. <laughs> <laughs> JT, your favorite thing that you've been looking for all year, not Logan, the Supergirl Flash musical episode crossover. I can't wait to sleep through this. <laughs> we'll be debuting the 20th and the 21st, starting with Supergirl. 21st March. of March of this month. Okay. Get ready. Your time is so, dwindling down. Set your DVR. Make sure you watch um, it on that CW app. Are so people excited it. for this? I'm kind of excited for this. Uh, I like it. <laughs> Does anybody here watch it? No. Then no. why do you care? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to add something. You said it! Joel's still I, sleeping off his birthday. Yeah. I, uh, I have fallen off the show. I try to catch one like every couple weeks or so but i'm excited for this one and i have no idea why i like a musical are they is there any reason for it to be a musical or is it just 
just I thought musical for no. Well, you no see, they they fell in love once, and then they decided decided to pursue their dreams. Oh uh, yeah, then... yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Flash uh, wants to be a jazz club owner. Yeah, and uh, Supergirl wants to just be a famous actress. Yeah, but she works at a coffee shop. Right. We're, this is the plot of La La Land. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, another one that missed me. Right, I missed it in theaters. I'll, uh, la- I'll laugh along with you in about two months. It's on DVD. Very Fine. good. Had a chance very to good. watch it. They don't sing City of Stars, though, because she actually saw legitimate stars. That's right. And her star blew up. Or her planet... <sighs> Fucked it all up. Let's Doesn't not matter. spoil the ending for we're me, really, We're really destroying it. We're trying to make this funny, guys. We really tried to make this funny. Were these jokes that we were just saying just now? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> so anyway, those are coming up 20 and 21st. It, the uh, Music Meister is supposed to be the big bad guy who was uh. introduced and I think, in Batman Brave and the Bold? You see, that would have been a much easier way to answer my question. Yeah, but without we all this confusion, to, we decided to riff and have a little fun. Uh, We're all having that's fun. That's what that was. <laughs> Wolverine was in comics. <laughs> you nailed it, JT. Nice. Always on topic. Uh, JT, your favorite uh, mythical hero is getting another movie. Is this actually something that I'm going to care about? No. God damn it! <laughs> uh, R- Margot Robbie landed a role in the new Robin Hood spinoff movie, Marion. Yeah. Because if there's one thing that Hollywood overdoes more than King Arthur, it's Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. <laughs> and don't get this confused with the one with Taron Egerton in it, because it's not the same one. Because that's Wait, they're no- doing two? Taron Egerton is also going to be in Robin Hood coming in 2018. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, so get ready to see uh, a lot of Robin Hood. No one gives a shit. <laughs> no, yeah, nobody gives a shit about this. Margot Robbie's hot, not hot enough to be in a movie called Marion. Nobody cares about Maid Marion. Does she shoot arrows? Nah. I'm looking more forward to her Tanya Harding Hell yeah. movie than it's compared to a Maid Marion movie. This Garbage. Is awful. Uh, well, JT, Zack Snyder showed off a pic on Twitter. Of his dick. Uh, probably. <laughs> it actually was <laughs> a vehicle embodiment of his dick. <laughs> showed a pic of the Batmobile from the Justice League movie. And, in fact, you know, there was a lot of heat coming from Batman v Superman because Batman was a little ruthless in it. So, to counteract that, he just he put, put a more bunch of guns, guns on, on the Batmobile. <laughs> what it needed was more guns. So there is an analogy between the, the dick pic and guys in cars and guns and all yeah. that. Overcompensating. That's I right. would just, just, just go all out, Zack Snyder. When people complain about how Batman's killing too many people, just put out a picture of the Batmobile covered in impaled heads. <laughs> That'd work. That'd work. Uh, moving on, JT. Uh, Ant-Man... In the Wasp, the rumor title being Ant-Man and the Wasp, <laughs> it's going to be starting filming. How'd they get that one? In... How'd they get that title? I don't know. They must have just grasping for straws <laughs> those, at this those point. Those writers. Marketing. <laughs> there was actually a headline that I saw when I was looking up stuff. It's like, the new, the actual working title of Ant-Man and the Wasp is Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I'm like, 
I think I saw that article. Stop I didn't click it. Fucking press because I was like, what could it possibly yeah. be? <laughs> I thought it was gonna yeah. be Ant Man v the Wasp. Like I thought I missed it. <laughs> no nope. new working title of Ant Man and the Wasp, and then it's like this has got to be clickbait. <laughs> Same as the old one. Yeah. Uh, but that's starting filming in July, actually. And I thought that was way down the slate. Marvel must be, like, way ahead filming all their stuff. Because they must have Infinity War done, or started. Black Panther, Spider-Man. I think Infinity War is started, because they did, like, a special, oh, yeah, saw, like, oh, a yeah, special vignette yeah, yeah, yeah. thing where they were like, we are so excited to get this branch of the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. It's just like, they just show like random scenes of people standing in front of blue screens and like, how excited are you right now? We are so excited to get Thanos out of here. (laughs) He's been shoehorned in everything. No shit. Uh, But yeah, so I'm I'm just, when I thought about it last night, it just totally like blew my mind that they have Spider-Man, Black Panther, Thor... And the Infinity War movie, like, all in the works right now. And I was like, holy shit. And then they're going to start in a couple months to start filming Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I only think one of those movies would be out by then. I think Spider-Man, right? Is that the next one that comes out? Yeah, Spider-Man's next. Mm-hmm. My, my. Got May? a conveyor belt. Yeah, conveyor it is. Conveyor belt yeah. of films. <clears throat> Speaking yeah. of Thor, I don't want to steal anyone's thunder no. or their red I have no Thor paper. news. <laughs> Did you see, uh, I think it's on the cover of Entertainment Weekly or something? They have... The first shots of Thor from uh, Ragnarok, sporting oh, a short summer cut. Really? Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Summer Two cut. Two swords instead of the hammer. Oh, my God. He's got like a like a buzz cut almost. Oh, my God. I saw like a picture of Jeff Goldblum, and he looks like oh. if somebody, if like a gay person made Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I totally forgot Jeff Goldblum is yep. in this movie. Goldblooming it up. Oh, my God. God, I'm and, uh, super excited for Kate Thor. Blanchett, I think, is... Uh, Hella or yeah, Hela or whatever yeah. her name is? She, uh, she looks fine. Not yeah. as crazy as the comics. Like, no Does wacky been... headdress or oh, anything. Oh, really? No. I thought I saw a concept art of, like, a big wacky headdress. Not on the cover of uh, Entertainment Weekly, but they've been known yeah. to, you know, not always steer us in the right direction. <laughs> Fake <all>. news! Yeah. <laughs> but Thor looked pretty cool. He looked pretty badass. Well, you we also saw that concept art of him holding something else other than Molnir as well. Mm-hmm. Some have speculated it's the Stormbringer or whatever. Beta Ray Bill's hammer. Ah. The one with the sweet axe on the back. Or maybe the ultimate one. Yeah, I was going to say, like the ultimate Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel? Wolverine's Peter. also in comics. <laughs> Still in them. <laughs> on point, JT, as always. <laughs> comics news. X-Force. Coming from 20th Century Fox, who brought out Logan which we're reviewing at the top of the hour, Rob Liefeld's baby, X-Force, will be starring Cable and Deadpool. That's strange, because isn't that kind of what they're touting Deadpool 2 as uh, being? <laughs> yeah. So if you like, hopefully you like this, because they're going to be in <laughs> another doing one. doing it again. <laughs> Unless again. everyone hates Do it. Do it again. I don't care about an X-Force movie, to be honest. I think if they really, like, cheese it up, Almost make it like a retro 90s type of thing. That could be fun if they oh, completely sure. overdo it. But Total chances are they stuff. won't. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think the producers would be in on that joke. They'd just be like, yeah. oh, make it more modern, you know, less pouches. Yeah. <laughs> I less want more, tails. more less pouches, pouches, more saddle, shoulder pads. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> big guns. That would be great, though, if yeah. that was 
if that was how we got like the 90s x-men because it seemed like after x-men apocalypse that could be where they're steering but now i don't know if they are yeah, but if they sure. do it next force that's perfect I kind of want to get into this later when we review Logan, because I kind of want to have a talk about where the X-Men franchise is going after this. So let's double back to this once we get to my other subject a, that I will bring up later. Let's put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. And I don't think I have to write it down, because I think I have it written down somewhere else. If not, then we will totally forget about it. <laughs> uh, J.T., the mm. Warner Brothers. Brothers Warner. And the Warner sister. Thank you. Uh, are reportedly open to rated R films because of the success. What? <laughs> <laughs> because of the success of Deadpool and the supposed success of Logan. <laughs> this caught me completely off guard. <laughs> <laughs> and when we say open to rated R films, we mean more of the comic book genre. Obviously. Uh, why is that obvious? Dead air. Uh, but the properties they uh, I read in this article includes uh, titles like Lobo being a rated R movie. And I suppose if he did have his own movie, it should probably be rated R. But nobody cares about a Lobo no. movie. <laughs> no one's clamoring for that. Yeah, he's like Space Wolverine, kind of, on a motorcycle, but still not really as cool. But I still kind of like him. <laughs> Small doses. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aquaman? Because... Of course. James Wan has a background in horror? A lot of PG-13 horror, though. Really? Yeah. All the Conjuring and Insidious movies. Never seen them. He's gonna fuck a mermaid in it. <laughs> Graphically. <laughs> Graphically. <laughs> She's gonna lay her eggs, and he's gonna come all over them. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I didn't know this was a type of podcast I was gonna... <laughs> Yes, come on, uh, come on! JHD has a reputation. Oh, yeah. well, that's true. I thought here. this hitchhiking ride was just gonna involve a quick BJ, <laughs> and then I'd be on my way. No, no. Uh, other titles also include Black Adam because The Rock thinks that it would work better as a rated R film because he's got a lot of clout apparently at Warner Brothers. He could be like, a Lobo, but again, yeah, I no one that. wants Lobo. No, and maybe but less The Rock's. The Lobo. I was gonna say I'd almost prefer him as Lobo to Black Adam. Well, he looks a lot like. If they put yeah. the pointy ears on him, he's Black Adam. But I don't need yeah. a Black Adam movie. No. And that's slated to come out also. I feel like Rated R is like becoming like the comic book version of something you give to the cool kids. <laughs> Where it's like, I want to be Rated R so I could do whatever I want. And then... Uh, I want to smoke cigarettes. Rate me R. <laughs> the last, the last uh, one I have on my uh, list here is Suicide Squad 2, especially if Mel Gibson directs it. <laughs> yeah. It'll be more for racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so what do you guys think about uh, rated R properties, like the ones I listed here? Do any of these need to be rated R? I think if they're done properly... But I don't see DC doing them properly since they haven't done a lot of things properly. <laughs> That's true. I would say Suicide Squad lends itself most to it, but they already screwed that up once. So, yeah. like, I'm not clamoring for a Suicide Squad 2 to begin with. Was their extended cut, was that rated R? Or is that just Batman v Superman? Just Batman v Superman, I think. Okay. Watchmen was rated R. And well, that lost true. him a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. Still good. Oh, it's great. There's a lot of people that shit on Watchmen. That's bogus. I know. Yeah, I give it top, top three, top five superhero movies, I, maybe. I, I like Watchmen, but 
I don't know. But Wolverine's, <laughs> Wolverine's in comics. <laughs> Wolverine so is in comics. On the other hand, no, I, I, Wolverine. Read, I actually did read Watchmen, and I like Watchmen for the movie that it is, but I feel like it does borrow a lot from the original content, so it's hard to base it on a movie when it t- took so much from the book itself. So, yeah. And I, th- I think it did the book as much justice as something like that could yeah. with the budget that it had involved like yeah. it could have been grittier maybe and not quite so polished yeah but i really liked seeing it look that spiffy you know yeah, yeah. I, like well, it's a, it's I a property i never imagined i would get a movie of that looked that nice yeah so i, I can like forgive the, its faults no i i all, all in all i do like the movie it's just that i feel like the things that he stays really close to the sub- subject material on i enjoy and then the things that he just adds i'm like that doesn't need that doesn't need to be there <laughs> they like the overviolence and stuff. Yeah, in yeah. Watch. and like yeah. the like, you can tell which scenes are from the book and which scenes are from the movie because the scenes that aren't from the book are like the ones where people are saying "fuck" every other word and like, <laughs> like get the fuck out of here, I'll, I'll fuck you. Ugh! Yeah, and it really wasn't clear on the fact that like, were they all super powered? Because like, Doctor Manhattan is really the only yeah. one that should have powers, but yeah. yet they just demolish people and throw them like fifty feet. Like yeah. when Silk Spectre kicks that guy like into the dumpster from like a hundred feet away. It just every time he breaks about, arms gets left, yeah. Yeah. left and right. And yeah, I guess Ozymandias is so smart that he can just throw people. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I'm smart. I know what to grab to throw you across the room. <laughs> For you, your arm. <laughs> this man, his leg. Uh, Logan, top of the hour, coming at you. Don't worry about it. Uh, more news, JT. Riverdale becoming a hot CW property. So much so that a season two has already been ordered. Uh, any, have any of you seen Riverdale yet? No. I've been hearing good <laughs> things about it. I have no interest in it whatsoever, but I every like review I hear is fairly positive hmm. yeah and apparently they're making a spin-off comic of it too like of just riverdale so it's just like the archie universe yeah they're building the archie universe <laughs> which they already been doing anyway for like the last probably five six seven years or something doing like weird archie stuff like afterlife with As, archie and all that stuff yeah if they did like a weird halloween episode every year in the spirit of, like, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Where they could do, like, Afterlife with Archie or Archie versus the Predator or I something. I that book coming as well. That would be amazing. <laughs> you know, if just, like, these one weird, like, one-off episodes in yeah. the spirit of, like, the really strange Archie pairings. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. I still need to find Archie meets the Punisher. Yeah. I can't find it anywhere that without might be out it of being... Print. Without, yeah, without it being super expensive. I just read Archie meets uh, Predator. Is it good? It was really good, actually. Yes! I'm super pumped for it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Archie... Wolverine G- is also in comics. <laughs> speaking of Archie JT, Iron Fist has no relation to it whatsoever. Yeah. But it does come out this weekend. Whew. I need to finish yep. up Luke Cage. Yeah, you do. I don't think this has many ties to it whatsoever. Well, you can take your time on Luke Cage, because from what I heard about Iron Fist... <laughs> <laughs> not, not faring so, so well. Not doing really? so well. Yeah, yeah. Is it getting some early reviews? It's got, yeah, I, I heard uh, some guy reviewed, saw the first few episodes of Iron Fist and and uh, Logan. And some guy that was talking to him said, like, oh, is Iron Fist going to kind of dethrone Logan? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I mean, without spoiling our views, that's yeah. a tall order yeah. there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. <sighs> Damn it, Dave. The, I'm sorry. Did I <laughs> Opinion give <too> much? spoilers. <laughs> <sighs> the previews but, to Iron Fist did not grab me, though. Yeah, they're not grabbing me. The either. only thing that really caught my attention was I love how the Iron Fist itself looks yeah, on yeah. screen. That yeah. looks great. But, like, there's going to be a lot of dead time between those Iron Fistings. <laughs> oh my god, will there? And I also heard that he never shows up in the suit. So no, I heard that too. Looking for him. I at least wanted, like, the bandana. You think because Daredevil essentially had us a bandana, they don't want two of their four defenders to have bandanas <laughs> and then the other two to just be in street clothes? Yeah, it's too street. Yeah, two white guys <laughs> dressed down. Oh, uh, yeah. So... We'll see how it goes. I don't think we have it scheduled to review next week, but the week after. I can't remember. Yeah, it's like we're trying to do a twofer with that and Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I, I don't think a Beauty and a the Beast special. slash... I don't think a Beauty <laughs> and the Beast slash uh, Iron Fist <laughs> episode would work pretty well. Plus, we'd have to watch a lot of stuff before next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I did hear that uh, they might be working to the costume in it, though. I mm. think one of the producers said something like, he does have to keep his identity secret, so it would yeah. make sense that he eventually dons a mask. That'd be cool. But, yeah, you got to have that bandana you mask. you got to get that bandana. I don't know how he sees out of the thing, but he's got to have it. <laughs> uh, last bit of news I have. Beauty and the Beast just brought it up just seconds ago, tracking to be the fastest-selling family movie ever. From the movie ticket site Fandango, it has reported that ticket sales have exceeded Civil War, that's Captain America Civil War, and the current previous champion of this ticket holder, Finding Dory. Over Star Wars? Yeah. Like, Civil War and Finding Dory were the highest, previous highest ticket sales, previous ticket sales, and Beauty and the Beast has more already. And it could possibly open up to a $120 million weekend. And that's even with some of these countries uh, apparently <laughs> yeah. saying they're not showing it because of its gay messaging. Because they have a gay in it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah Russia yeah. gave it a 16-plus rating, which is the equivalent of an R rating. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they gave it a 16-plus rating, which... I should say, if if they're going to do that, Disney should release a cut of it in Russia where, like, LeFou actually does, like, suck a dude's dick. Just full-on <laughs> just bestiality. Full-on, <laughs> just full-on, like, blows a dude. And, oh, yeah, and there was, like, all those tweets where it's like, yes, everybody, people are disgusted that there's a gay person in this movie about bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep my, my homosexuality and my yeah. bestiality separate. Yeah. Two great tastes that do not go great together. Yeah. Oh, I don't give a shit if this woman fucks this dog, man. I don't want a gay person in it. No gay smooching. Uh, well, that's all the news I had that was fit to spit. JT, what do you have okay. on tonight's I gotta go through this. Docket. I knock out a bunch of your topics. Yeah, I know. I gotta look through here now and try and figure out. While you're trying to figure out, can I just say, um, after listening to the last two podcasts, sure. yes. I was uh, severely disappointed in Uh-oh. both of you Uh-oh. for not seeing the Aliens movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was leaving uh, yeah. the theater from Logan, yeah. and it just soured my mood. Really? <laughs> I actually yelled out loud in my car. I was like, what? <laughs> I think you said you haven't seen all of Aliens, and you haven't seen Alien, 
or vice oh, I, I saw alien i haven't yeah i haven't seen, seen alien you're both idiots and i know <laughs> i know and, and i have I, I have the quadrilogy on blu-ray uh, there's no what? reason and i get it because there's plenty of older movies that people say like you haven't seen ferris bueller's <laughs> i'm like i'm sure it's good I, just, I missed my window there yeah but come on yeah aliens is one of the greatest action movies of all time i've seen bits of alien i've just never seen the whole thing all the way through i've probably seen it 30 times lottie <laughs> so, well, freaking da oh it's so good yeah you need I'm, to watch I'm, it. I'm foreseeing it yeah. listen i think i've seen alien resurrection enough to warrant me seeing the rest <laughs> of the movies okay if that's what you're basing it on i can see why you haven't gone back <laughs> but you really should have done this in reverse i know i know alien and aliens great one-two punch uh, Got to get them in there. Do an Alien Week before the new one. Yeah, we are doing Alien Covenant whenever that comes out. I believe. Okay. Do a little prelude. Watch. I think it's on the two good ones. I don't know if it's on the dock, but I'll. I, I'm totally for it. Looking it up. Looking it up. The you first know? Alien is such a good like just horror. Yeah. Space yeah. type of thing. Especially with a homicidal cat that always <laughs> leads to every death. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jinxie. <laughs> I think that might be its name. Jinxie. Jinxie. I don't think we have it put it on there, but I, I, I think there's nothing going on that week. I we think can it's totally. April. I'm already into November and haven't seen it. Yeah. I don't know if I saw it in your calendar when I looked at it. Last. Oh my god. Damn it. Wait, wait, go back. Yep. Ah! Too far. This is great podcasting. Oh, yeah. yes. Nope, that's not it. That's Power Rangers. Not even close to Alien Covenant. <laughs> Either way, well, you should uh, see them. See them all. Yeah. I don't know if this. Well, while you're looking, good, Troy, but... I'll start with my news. Yeah, April's wide open, so if it comes uh, out, then we. Can... Troy, before we uh, we got into a little bit of talk about La La Land, yeah, we before did. we started, so everyone's wondering what's that, Damien Chazelle? What what's that? What's that dude up to next? What's his next project? Come on, man, give it to us. <laughs> give it to us. You got a hot hit. You got a hot hit. You're coming off coming off all that momentum. Well, he's released that he's going to be directing. A Neil Armstrong biopic <laughs> called First Man, starring La La Land's own Ryan Gosling. Ooh, ya boy. Oh, I love him. GHD. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Gonna be the first man on the moon. Does he look anything like Neil Armstrong? I don't know. I don't think so. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. As long as he does a sweet dance. You know what oh, he looks yeah. like? <laughs> Handsome. That's all <laughs> you need. He's in uh, the new Blade Runner, too. Mm-hmm. From the director of uh, Sicario and Arrival. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a good team, too. Mm-hmm. I'm all on board for that. Uh, Troy, I just added this because I just <laughs> thought it was funny. Because uh, when Deadpool came out... Yeah. Of course, Todd McFarlane <laughs> put that news out there saying that, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're making a Spawn movie. Hey, guys, and it's going to be coming. It's going to be a hard R. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> this week, since Logan came out, oh, yeah. old Todd McFarlane going back out there saying that, <laughs> yeah, Logan was R, but Spawn is going to be a, quote, dark R. <laughs> Anytime, I think anytime a rated R comic book movie comes out, he's going to find another way to add another adjective to R. (laughs) A hard, dark R. A heavy, hard, dark R. How long do you think he's been talking about this new Spawn movie? 20 years. Yeah. Before the the first Spawn movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was 97 the first one came out, so 20 is right on on key. Since... 
when the first showing of the first Spawn movie's credits ended, he was talking about the next one he was going to make and how Spawn it was be... will return in Spawn <laughs> Two, even spawnier. Arr. Oh God! So much Spawn. Todd McFarlane. God, what a blowhard. Yeah, man. I'm all for an R-rated Spawn movie. Yeah, but me too. I don't think we'll ever see it in our lifetime. Just make it then, Todd. Yeah. Just quit talking on, about it and just make it. He's God gonna be it, right Todd. about to release it and then some weird legal dispute will come up where <laughs> he has to go to court for 30 years and then it turns out he doesn't, in fact, own the rights to Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Turns they out are actually Neil Gaiman's. <laughs> Spawn never existed. It was all in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh perfect uh troy google just put out its information for its most sold film ever oh my what do you think it is google's most sold film ever yes eh? jonah hex oh wouldn't it be great if it was <laughs> apparently nobody watches anything on the google platform yeah. In related news, Google has had a hack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say Captain America: Civil War. The interview, really, no. because of its because of the uh, the Googleness, the crazy way of how it was released. Oh sure, not in theaters. You can only get it through streaming platforms. Yeah, i.e., Google. Yeah, seems a little rigged. <laughs> There's a trick question, JT. I know. Even though you and I did that exact same thing. <laughs> I'm quite sneaky. I know, we totally did. Like it was like Christmas, like the day before Christmas or something. Yeah. We like got together at my place and just like watched the interview. Cause we're like, let's see what this crazy shit's about, dude. Yeah. And I think we even bought it and then like a month later, not or not even, it was on Netflix. Yeah. We're like, damn it! <laughs> Son of a bitch. You need to be topical. You need to be on top of it. That's why we spent the $14 or whatever it was to watch it once. <laughs> How's that pan off? It was okay. <laughs> Who's in that one? Uh, Seth Rogen, Franco James Rogen, Franco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they go they and go kill Kim Jong-il. Okay, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got That's it. why I got banned from theaters, because they were afraid that North Korea was going to bomb them. Yeah. yeah. They do just terribly destroy... Kim Jong-un in it. In slow motion, you watch him explode. It's pretty amazing. It's like a close-up of his face blowing up in yeah. slow motion. I'm like, to, to Katy Perry's fireworks. <laughs> yeah. I can see why somebody might be mad at that. <clears throat> yeah, but so, uh, there you go. There's that information. Thank you. Uh, Troy, Netflix. Always those innovators. That's true. Trying to think of the next big thing. Well, their next big thing they're planning on doing is they may develop TV shows that will base its plot on voter voting from its viewers. Oh, I think I saw this. Like a choose-your-own-adventure type stuff? Yeah. I'm interested in that, but I don't know if I like it. I don't like it. <laughs> You're interested, but you don't like it. Yeah, I'm interested on in how it would pan out, but I, I don't like the... I disappointed with this. Yeah. Yeah. I hope yeah, it's yeah. like a thing where it's like, which way should he go, but it's the same plot. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't <laughs> No matter what anyone picks. Yeah, it's yeah. an additional scene of him driving around the block <laughs> as opposed to just going right. Or it's like, yeah, it's like oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna walk left, and then people are like, I told him to go left. <laughs> Did you uh, look up to see how this works? I think it's just they 
have episodes and then whichever when then when it ends and it's like what should he do? Oh, that kind. I don't know. I think that's what it's going to be based on. I have no idea. So it's not like they're writing the script based on viewer feedback. They just have like two options that they can choose. I think so. They they didn't go into huge detail about it, but that's like their next big thing that they're pitching to people. NBT next big thing. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Because that really, like, if it was what I assumed it was, Uh where, like, they kind of style the show based on internet feedback, that really just kills all creativity on the show (laughs) and, like, the overall scheme of things. Yeah. Like, uh, Game of Thrones, for instance, which is fantastic. Yes. But it's, the TV show is definitely its own thing at this point. Oh, yeah. And you just wonder, like... Uh, Martin, the author, like, does he even care anymore? Does he have any <laughs> ambition to finish the series? No. Where, like, the show's gonna beat him to it? It's gonna pretty much oh, no. give up all of his my, secrets? Yeah, my girlfriend reads the books, and she's to- she is, like, totally just vented to me about how frustrated <laughs> she is with George R. R. Martin. Because he will write other books. <laughs> He'll just write other books! Not finishing the series! Oh. Like, like he hasn't yet. Like he hasn't like finished like the next book, and for like, like ten years or something crazy like that. But then it's like he'll write like a book of like short stories and put that out, and then she'll be like, "Fuck you, George Martin! <laughs> Finish the series." Oh, and I Stephen s- King cranks out like four a year. <laughs> yeah, I can see his frustration though, like turning to this huge thing, and he's like, "Fuck this! I don't want to do this anymore." Yeah, like, you get- but he's been making it since he started writing. Like it was yeah, like, but then it was his own something. thing, and then it just yeah. took over, and now it's just like oversaturated with his own shit that he just like lived with, and he's like, whatever. And like he probably has it planned out how he wants it to end, but now with all the fucking feedback coming in on the TV show, yeah. he's probably like, oh, should I change that or should I? Yeah. He's like overthinking it now, yeah. and he's probably listening to all this outpouring <laughs> of like criticism and just. It would be so hard to keep writing in a vacuum well, yeah. when suddenly yeah. your work is the biggest thing in the world and everyone has an opinion. Well, there was there was yeah. one thing I heard and where it was probably like... guessed the ending by now too because it's yeah, so I heard that. Like, I heard like one thing where it was like yeah. in the process of writing it, he heard something like I heard like a news report where it was like he came close to finishing the book. And then he saw something on Twitter where someone guessed the ending, so he scrapped the whole book and started over. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, and maybe that was the better ending. Yeah. You know, now if he's just writing it to like surprise people, it's like, is that the best story? Then? Yeah. So I'm totally against that type of uh, production. Yeah, it's no good. Well, then if it does suck, like <laughs> a bunch of screenwriters can be like, "This is why regular people don't write movies. Keep your fucking fan theaters to yourself, idiots." Uh huh. So there's that. Yeah. But, um, but, um, but in the other sense, like, the, the show has now surpassed where the books were, and now, like, George R. R. Martin's kind of, like, let go and has let them do their own thing. And, like, the last season was, like, considered one of their better seasons. Right. Because George R. R. Martin just let oh, it go. Yeah, he's off. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Interesting Netflix news, JT. Hmm. About Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's not <laughs> about Game of Thrones. That's something. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Should be coming to Netflix in about 13 years. <laughs> uh, last bit of news, Troy. Yeah. Uh, this is a rumor. Oh, my. We, oh, good. I was on top of it. Uh, all, a whole lot of uh, rumors about who's going to play that cable yeah. in Deadpool 2. Yeah. There's a lot. Like, Stephen Lang was one. 
Strong um, rumors that Pierce Brosnan was the one. Pierce at one Brosnan point. at one point. Now a new one came out this week. Oh my! David Harbor from Stranger Things, the sheriff from Stranger Things. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd like him more than uh, Pierce Brosnan. I don't know. I'd like. I especially... think Pierce Brosnan could play a pretty badass Cable. Yeah, I think with with like what Deadpool does, I think like Pierce Brosnan could add that Deadpool esque. <laughs> Ness to Cable, I suppose. One of those weird castings that, like, it shouldn't work, but it's yeah, but just it works perfect. so well. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> huh. All right, all right. Like, especially like Pierce Brosnan. Now I've seen him play like a few more. Like, he's like he's still Pierce Brosnan, but he's like older and more grizzled, and that's like I don't know. Grizzled. I see that more as like a <laughs> more Man, as a can't be grizzled. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just he's like he's like how Pierce Brosnan was, but he's a little more like rough around the edges. I can see that being a good cable. Have you seen him in the Matador? Yes, that is I great. Like that. I even That's brought it up on here. One of the best Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yes, movies. it's perfect. I think you, I yeah, you brought up that exact same thing, and the last thing I saw Pierce Brosnan in was Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think of. I was like, God, that makes me sound so dumb. <laughs> but I have one little bit of news. Do Only you... myself and Troy would really be all that interested <laughs> you in. Came so prepared, Dave. I know, all right. but uh, my my good friend Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. <laughs> is uh, producing an adaptation of the book that I made you read right now by yeah. Jeff Lemire, Underwater Welder. Yeah, I heard that. It looks really cool. The mm-hmm. book's good. It's right up his alley for just this weird, creepy, supernaturally type of thing. Yeah, he directed a movie a, a year or two back called uh, Lost River, which was met with very critical response yeah i'd say mixed <laughs> reviews but that would be putting it kindly <laughs> but it was really uh it was good it was a little david lynchian type of thing just this bizarre mishmash of a lot of things that he likes i think sure sure and if he keeps that style and they just adapt this uh graphic novel i think mm-hmm. it could turn out pretty cool yeah i'm all about uh two-thirds of the way through it and I think it'd be. I could totally see Ryan Gosling in this. Oh like, yeah, I don't like, know if he's acting in it, but he totally could be the the lead character in yeah, it too. He's yeah, got yeah. like the look about him. Mm-hmm. It's really low key. There's like so far I've seen no more than four characters in it. Mm-hmm. It'd, be, it'd be pretty cool. It's just weird enough that Ryan Gosling would want to be in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Does it end well? Yeah, has a very good ending. My expectations are pretty high, Dave. Well, it's no, uh, <laughs> no. It's no other books that I <laughs> recommended oh. to you. Oh, okay. Then. But it's a book. <laughs> day Tripper. That's what I was thinking of. It's no Day Tripper. Oh, okay. But it's quite good. Also, not Lemire. Not Lemire either. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Before we get, before we go on, uh, Dave, I know we usually usually have you on for our best of for 2016 or yeah. anything that stuck out in last year that you would like to bring up oh man i had a little list by my desk i left it there <laughs> you didn't take a picture of that one <laughs> no i didn't threw take it a away picture. today Damn out of nowhere uh, i think from because uh, i talked to you guys separately but i think we had a lot of similar um movies yeah. there i'm trying to think of like a top three or five of mine not in any real particular order but uh swiss army man is yes. very near the top if yes. not the top. Yes. I'd yeah. say Swiss Army Man and Civil War are probably tied for top for me. Yeah. One for go. just the pure, unbridled <laughs> love of, like, 
superheroism yep. done right. Yes. And the other one, just the crazy artsy cinematic <laughs> yes. thing done very well, too. Yeah. Love um, how your number one is a combination of both of our number ones. Was that both years? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. Oh, man. Swiss Army Man just hit all the right notes for me I and know. my wife when we watched it. We were yep. up just laughing our asses off at yeah. it. Both loved it. Yep. And uh, Arrival, I just recently saw, and I really liked that. Yep. Uh, Green Room was excellent. Yes. Um, I saw that I saw that in like the seven dollar Blu-ray bin at Walmart. Already? Yeah, I know. Oh, man. I grabbed the shit out of it's it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would I would pay fourteen dollars for <laughs> no that. Shit. I feel like I'm robbing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to the estate of that poor kid that died. In it. Poor Anton Yelkin. Yeah, man. He was he was really good in it. Oh yeah. I like everything that director has done. He did Blue Ruin, yeah. which is great. Yeah. And strangely enough, did a movie called Murder Party. <laughs> oh, which yeah, is tell me about like that. eerily similar to a movie that we made <laughs> called Murder Party. It even takes place in like a dilapidated warehouse. <laughs> God, yeah. So filmed, that guy's they also filmed marks. that at the Kirby Building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my! Lord. And some of the other ones, I don't know. I, I, uh, we won't get into it now. But I was a big fan of Batman vs Superman. Yeah. I know I'm not in company that <laughs> shares my views. Um, but that one I would put up there. Zootopia was great. Yeah, Zootopia. Nice Guys was on. Nice high Guys. On Shit. Yes. Yeah, that's another yes. one for yeah. my probably top five. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh, summary of mine, I think. Right on. Yeah, pretty good year for movies. Not a ton of great superhero movies, but a couple really good ones. I say that, and then I say Captain America was (laughs) one of my favorite. Deadpool was really good, too. Deadpool was good. But there was a lot of superhero movies that I was disappointed by, which I think sours it a little bit. Not a whole lot of middle ground, just really good and pretty bad. Yeah. Doctor Strange. uh, Well, Mm. I... Brought, I'm going to bring that up in later and something I've been into, but that came out and, well, I'll just bring it up later, but that would be like, I think, more of a middle ground yeah. kind of a yeah. thing. Yep. I, I almost forget that that exists. Yeah. <laughs> that one, the X-Men Apocalypse, I like less every time I think about it. <laughs> Suicide Squad, I couldn't possibly like less. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see as many movies as I used to anymore. Like, when I worked in a video store i would just rent like everything that was up for oscars everything just to you know broaden my Mm -hmm. horizons yeah and i really haven't had that much time to do that anymore but Mm -hmm. i definitely wanted to see arrival because i heard that was good and i was very happy Mm -hmm. with that one my dad is reading well he finished reading the actual novel of arrival and we were talking about it when we were visiting him this last weekend and he was like that's in the movie and i'm like yeah he's like Arrival, the book, and the movie are very different. Because he was saying, like, there's a lot of religious subtext. Not even subtext, just text. Yeah. <laughs> in, in Arrival, that's it's nowhere in the yeah, movie. Yeah, nothing. Half, half of the book Arrival is the Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just bleeds into it seamlessly. <laughs> Hotels just start putting the book Arrival in there. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he's looking forward to seeing that so he can just totally crap on either or. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But, yeah, the movie was really good. Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, well, with all the news extinguished, JT, let's move in to... You know it's done. What? What'd you say? You know it's done. Guys, are you getting dead air here? Is it just me? <laughs> JT, can I have a sidebar with you over here, please? Okay, yeah, go on. Um, <clears throat> I don't think Dave knows how this segment works. I don't think he does. 
Guys, I can't hear you. You're, you're talking really quiet into the microphone. Really? Shh, don't talk. We're having should a sidebar. Should I put my ear up to it? He really doesn't know what sidebar means. I don't. I think he's not supposed to be able to hear us. We said sidebar. Did you say sandbar? Uh, Is that where you're getting fuck. these drinks? I think I said it wrong. That's how it. <laughs> God damn it. It's done. All right, there, there you go. go. That's, That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Awesome. That was, perfect. That was fun, guys. Let's do <laughs> more of those. Little things that we do. Just little flourishes. <laughs> cute. Uh, so, what? JT, you surprised me. Yeah. With how many trailers you said you had, which means it's more than one, which is how many I have. <laughs> because I couldn't, I couldn't find anything that really interested me whatsoever this week, except uh, for one. Well, uh... Well, first of all, I saw one that I know uh, GHD over here will be interested in. They put out a small um, TV spot for Fargo Season 3. Oh, did they? Yes. Awesome. And they actually show how uh, at least one of the characters that Ewan McGregor plays looks like. And it is very far from how Ewan McGregor looks. Yeah. He's, I saw a picture. He's undistinguishable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got like long hair, balding, like super fat. Like, really? He plays multiple characters in it? Yeah, he plays twin brothers, and one is, like, a successful um, car dealer, I think. <laughs> like, some kind of, like, small-town business owner. That would be the pinnacle of success yeah. in the Fargo universe. <laughs> like, yeah, a he plays, like, a, yeah, he's, like, a small-town like like small business, de- like, really, like, like, successful, and the other one is, like, a, a lazy, fat parole officer. When they, I guess, like, they're supposed to be twins, but they're very uh, different-looking. Fraternal, some would say. Yeah. There you go. Nailed but uh, the <laughs> the small teaser involves Been reading your baby books. <laughs> <laughs> the small teaser involves uh, this uh, fat balding Ewan McGregor and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I guess plays like a parolee that he falls in love with. They're like on the run, and um, the officer played by Carrie Coon is like watching them in the background, and then they just like walk out to their car. And there's a diner sign where like all the light all the lights go out except for the words D I E. Oh my word! So, oh, I love me yeah. some Fargo. How long before you think it kind of wears its course and it gets old? I don't know. I hope never. I know. It's they, so, like season it's so two good. just followed so seamlessly. I know, and even season two even throws in that weird uh, story, like that weird UFO subplot. Yeah, the UFO thing <laughs> where you're like. Okay, this might get too weird for me, but they do it enough where you're like, you know what? Even if I'm not into it, it was just enough where I'm still into it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still haven't seen season two. You should watch Looking, that. You can give that watch back. It. You guys can stop <laughs> ripping on me. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's like I said, I'm glad all, I got all of the content that has ever been, <laughs> like I said before, all the content ever borrowed mm-hmm. by GHD has probably been watched 25% of the time <laughs> before you're just, you just, Demand that they bring it back. Just, I give out a lot of shit. Just yeah. stop handing out stuff when we're all drunk. Yeah. Because you talk, talk it up so well. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to watch this right away. Because I actually really did get to Hannibal when it was on Amazon. <laughs> it's the best time and to it watch it. And it was good. It, oh, it's great. <laughs> Have you seen it all? I watched up to like halfway through season three, and then we kind of got sick of it. Ugh. Finish it up. It's good. It has a great ending. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and all, we'll the Italy, all the Italy stuff got kind of weird, but I'm, I'll, I'll get back into it. Yeah, I think they get out of Italy about halfway through, actually. Okay, good. Good. Right on. Mm-hmm. Hannibal. I haven't seen any of Hannibal. It's quite good. I so yeah, Fargo season three. Yep. <laughs> uh, other thing that I saw, there was a trailer I just saw as I was leaving my house. Shit. Uh-oh. Myself. 
uh, <laughs> trailer that I saw just as leaving as I was leaving my house called Geostorm. <laughs> this is one I saw and just skipped because I was oh, like, I God. don't care. You need to watch the trailer because <laughs> it is. It's like if someone watched the day after tomorrow and was like, no, <laughs> I no. It, it needs to be bigger and more terrible. <laughs> like uh, it, it's. How they describe it in the trailer is Wasn't it's a that what premise. 2012 was? <laughs> Wasn't that essentially? Okay, yeah. then then, this, then the person saw 2012 and was like, no, I can make it worse. 2013. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's about, it, from what the trailer describes, it's about a future where the weather is determined by satellites, mm. and then what happens when the satellite goes haywire. Oh, God. I.e., like... Nine tornadoes show up in one area, and then hailstorms, like then like hail the size of giant boulders come out of the sky. Is this like a Sharknado type movie? No, it's like Warner Brothers. Like, get in the theaters fuck out of here. That is a terrible. Time. Gerard I was Butler. Just say that. Gerard Butler stars in it. <laughs> come on, Jerry. What are you doing? Ah, oh. oh, but it looks. It either is going to be the worst thing ever or the biggest, like... Worst thing like, ever. The, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's the biggest worst thing ever, because that'd be fun to kind of go see and rip on, then. Like a Lord's of oh, Egypt. Oh, man. Or a Gods of Egypt yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. I, I think also starring Jerry Butler. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say London Has Fallen, and I think he's in that, too, right? My God. Get yeah. that check, Jerry. Man. Yeah. He's really fallen. Yeah, <laughs> right down there with London and Olympus and all those guys. He fell with all of them. Uh, falls with the best of them. Mm. Fell with the best of them. Needs to do another three hundred cameo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's 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 all of mine except for the one that you have. Yes, uh, surprisingly, before we saw Logan, they showed a trailer. For Deadpool 2. More of like a teaser than a yeah. trailer. But I feel like this is how teasers should all should all teasers should be like this. Oh yeah. yeah. Just give you a sense of what it's like as opposed to here's an image, here's another image, music, date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the title of the movie over a slow child singing some pop song. <laughs> then the date. God. Yeah. Did I say slow child? Yeah, I was going to comment on that, but I <laughs> let it go. child singing uh, a slow version of a pop song. Uh-huh. Damn it! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I really liked this. Uh, tr- I was so, so surprised on how they got the Superman music in this. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. how yeah. did they do that? Because What it- company owns Superman? Warner Brothers? Yeah. But I don't think they have the rights to Superman because I don't know if it was Warner Brothers in the 70s. I don't have the movie to check either. Ah, what are we going to do? Probably just be stumped the whole time. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I can live with but that. Maybe it, uh, maybe it is, but I don't know. If, but <laughs> no, don't but know. Warner Brothers doesn't ha- Warner Brothers doesn't make Deadpool. 20th Century no, Fox, Fox does. Yeah. They've, they have so much Deadpool cash. They can, <laughs> they can buy <laughs> just, that. I feel like... For something like this, they would probably let them use the rights. Maybe. Or let them use the music for, you know, not a ridiculous amount. Sure. But I, that that was the one thing I was like, this probably cost them a lot of money. <laughs> for, like, just a scene that won't be shown anywhere else but this little teaser. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was really good. It captured this total spirit of Deadpool 1. Shows mm-hmm. nothing of what is to come. Yeah. Except for Nathan Summers 
coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> C-U-M-I-N-G on the outside of that phone booth. Yeah. The thing good. that I love the most about this is, like, looking up online and, lo- and like, seeing all of the theories on, like, people reading into things. Because I feel like that it's a total I am the walrus scenario where, like, when, uh, when like, uh, John Lennon was in the Beatles, he was had people come up to him being, like, telling him, like, what... Uh, I want to hold your hand means when he's just like it's just about holding the fucking chick's hand like, it doesn't mean anything <laughs> like no it's about the it's about the destruction of the modern family and everything like no it's just whatever so then he made I am the walrus which is full of just nonsensical bullshit just so that they could give more people like more things to try and interpret goo goo like, chew exactly and I think that's what like Deadpool did where they're just like just give him a bunch of weird just give a bunch of weird visuals and like let them like be like, oh, I think this means this. Yeah. Like I've heard like things where it's like people pulled out stuff where it's like I think this is from Firefly, so it might mean that uh, someone's oh, from they Firefly. They did have Firefly. Uh, did they have a poster posters or something in, the back. in the back? Yeah. I have to admit, I was I was scanning the background through the whole thing once I caught the Nathan <laughs> yeah. Summers thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, was Stanley the guy that was getting mugged? No, it's sta- okay. I could have so sworn I saw there they was put Stanley. Out a Stanley. They put out another uh, another thing, uh, like an extended, version? an extended one online, and like like Stanley actually says, "Go get him!" And he's like, "Shut up, Stanley!" Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the theatrical cut, for whatever reason, cut him out. I don't know why, but yeah, when he steps out of the phone booth, like Stanley is just there. He's like, "Nice costume," <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck you, Stanley," <laughs> or something like that, yeah. and then just like okay. runs off and then does the rest of the, the teaser. Or whatever. Yeah, because ah. I think there's like a there's like another part in it. I don't think that was in the movie where like he gets a, or like he calls someone on the phone after he gets dressed, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, sorry, never mind," and then just hangs up yeah. before the dude gets shot. Yeah. So like he got dressed and made a phone call before he actually <laughs> left the phone booth. Yeah. It was really good though. I'm, I'm excited for Deadpool too. Yeah. Hopefully it's more of the same. <laughs> and and the text at the end is legit a a very small summary of the old man in the sea. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Because <laughs> like the next to... the next morning I woke up and like uh, my girlfriend was like, hey, I looked on Reddit and this is the entire text and I actually read it all, <laughs> and it is it, it is a summary of the old man in the sea as done by Deadpool. <laughs> God. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. uh, shit. That's really good. We're but like for no reason. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Like it just describes all of the old man in the sea and then ends with huh, really appre- really makes you appreciate um uh like uh fish restaurants with their shitty parking lots or whatever. Just, <laughs> Ironically, know. Old Man in the Sea is one of those books that gets uh, a lot of people saying like, Oh, it means this or it's actually means this when yeah. uh, the author has said like no it's no, just this is about a, a guy, guy catching a catching fish. A fish. <laughs> I hated Old Man in the Sea. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan in high school. I, I kind of dug it. Of course you did. <laughs> I I don't know. I I don't want to talk about Old Man in the Sea. <laughs> I feel like I was Save veering off week. in that direction. <laughs> I just want to talk about to. Old Man as a mutant. That's right. Old Man Logan. Logan. Oh, Logan. Logan. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> Nailed it. So, yeah, we did... Go out. This is the time. This is the top of the hour. Is it? No. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> so this is what you all came here for, Logan. What do we think of it? Review coming in mere seconds. 
JT, what are you doing? Looking for my phone. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking with anticipation. Uh, the Logan movie opened to a huge amount of theaters. Actually, in fact, it was the largest opening for a rated R movie ever with over 4,000 theaters being shown in. And, uh, shit, I had another interesting thing about it. Maybe I didn't write it down. but it, Make one up. I will. It was the, oh yeah, highest opening in the U.S. for a rated R movie ever at 4,071 theaters. In nice. Because I, I thought um, the Passion of the Christ would have been bigger opening, but the, worldwide it was, not mm. in the U.S. This is all interesting. People, love, but people US, love Jesus. The U.S. is turning into a bunch of heathens. <laughs> Worldwide, people love Jesus. Yeah. You don't US, care enough to watch him love get tortured Wolverine. for two hours. <laughs> yeah. You don't care enough yeah. about him. Um, That's kind of what this was. <laughs> uh, there, we were speculating last week, JT. Dave, I don't know if you listened in. I know you did. You said you did earlier. I did. Uh, it was uh, set to make between 80 and $170 million on its opening weekend. Wide margin there. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we, na- we nailed it. We nailed it. <laughs> and they did nail it. Because it made $88.4 million. Right on the mark. On its opening weekend. Yeah. Right in the middle. <laughs> between 80 and 170 million. Bullseye. <laughs> and by end of day Monday, it has made worldwide $254.6 million from a budget of $97 million. That's a lot of people watching a lot of blood. They're in the black (laughs) at this point. They are doing well for themselves. Rotten Tomatoes currently has it at a 92%. IMDb, 8.7. Okay. Mm. What do we think? Stay tuned. So, JT, would you like to possibly synopsize the movie? Synopsize? Non-spoilers? Well, the plot in general, or <laughs> so Logan is. I was just handing off something to you, so I'm not the one talking all the time. Well, okay, uh, it's about, um, of course, the titular Logan, right? Who is now a uh, Uber driver? <laughs> yeah, limo, limo, very uh, limo driver uh, in uh, L.A. I guess. I would, like it was like in the Texas area, I thought. Probably, yeah. Well, yeah. He goes, he goes down to Mexico and stuff. But it's like in a like he's like the 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 trailer kind of leads you to believe that it's like a dystopian future. But it's just like no, nope, it's just shitty. Yeah, he's he lives in a real in a shitty, shitty part, part of the. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Is it twenty twenty nine? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. So technically, chronologically, this takes place after Days of Future Past, right? I can't remember when Days of Future Past was supposed to be set in. I think I, I wrote think it, it down. Does. Days it, of Future Past is in 2023. Yeah, so six years after. There but I don't think it matters either. No. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't care, then we shouldn't either. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So he's older and he's losing his abilities and uh, taking care of Professor X, who's also... Very also losing his ability, losing <laughs> more or less just losing his mind. <laughs> and uh, yep, and then they come across uh, a young lady who looks like she has similar abilities, and then mm-hmm. road trip. There you go, that's <laughs> it. Bada bing, you got a Logan right there. 
<laughs> Dave? Yeah. What do you think of Logan? I don't think I can sum it up any better than that, <laughs> Troy. <laughs> you you want my opinion, or do you want me to synopsize Joel's synopsis? Oh, that'd be good. We... I do. Well. I do have. I do have facts, Troy. Oh yeah, let's do facts. Got, got let's a few do facts. facts. Uh, this film came came about with uh, Hugh Jackman uh, saying it's going to be his last outing right. as Wolverine, of course. Yes, and. Uh, the reasons he cited for it being his last movie is, of course, his age. Yeah. And his uh, skin cancer scare that he had. Right. And I didn't know long. about that until yesterday when I was doing some notes. Yeah, he had, Same here. Yeah, he had yeah. like a... Yeah, I think he like spotted it like a couple years ago. And it was... Yeah, it was like pretty scary, I guess. Like it was like a mole that he just got removed, but it was like still... Like it was like legit cancer. Like if he would have oh, let Jesus. it go, he'd be fucked. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Another reason, <laughs> another reason that he said that he quit is with a conversation with a comedian. Who do you think it is, Troy? I oh, I know. I heard. I know. It. I know. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. Fuck you, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I had my goddamn hand up. Sorry. The question was aimed towards me. Well, why do you think I was saying I know? <laughs> Go well, on. what did Jerry don't, Seinfeld say? I don't care, Troy. I know what it was. He I, said... Uh, let me tell you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. It's your show. <laughs> go, Troy. Yeah. God. Everyone's being so polite at this point. I just love it. Uh, so Seinfeld told him to quit while he's ahead. Like, don't drag it out so long and so that people yeah. think, like, oh, there's another one of these. Yeah. And that was a reason to get yeah, out. Yeah, he said that, like, on top. when he was, when he, the when the day that he deci- decided he was going to quit Seinfeld was the day when he was, like, kind of doing a self-examination. He was like, I don't want people to turn on Seinfeld and be like, oh, it's you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I think, not pretty a bad, smart. Yeah, not a bad yeah. way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'd it, say he probably nailed it here, too, because <laughs> yeah, a couple more and I don't know. Like, yeah. he's a great Wolverine. Yeah. But the X-Men universe has kind of played its course at this point. Like, now Deadpool's getting more popular than the X-Men films. Yeah. And, yeah. like, a weird standalone Logan movie is more mm-hmm. popular than anything else. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to change it up. Yeah. They're going to do a reboot eventually. Yeah. So go out on top and let someone else take it over. Right on. True, true. Uh... Hugh Jackman actually came up with the idea for Logan. Uh, he uh, brought it up when uh, the director of Chappie, <laughs> that he also the movie that he also stars in, right. uh, Neil Blomkamp, like kind of uh, brought up like, "Hey, so what's next for Wolverine?" And then uh-huh. like Hugh Jackman was kind of like, "I don't no fucking idea." <laughs> so like. I guess that night he just got drunk and was like <laughs> thinking of like like, this is like Hugh Jackman sounds like an awesome dude. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah. like hey, I, 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 I kind of want to think about this. I'm gonna get wasted and think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he woke up the next day and he decided that he that he thought that the next Wolverine should be a mixture of Unforgiven, The Wrestler, and the uh, Western Shane, which they yes. actually show in the movie. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then called up the director, uh, James Mangold, and was like, we're, we're making this. Yeah. And he was on board. Yeah. On board. Also have a fun fact. Uh, Stewart, Professor X himself, lost 21 pounds to play this role. 
Which I was like, you're a frail man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that age, that's not healthy. <laughs> like, yeah. he's already not a huge guy. Like, yeah. he, I was reading um, that he's been, like, the same weight since he got out of high school, pretty much. And he lost 21 pounds to play <laughs> 90-year-old Professor Xavier in this movie. And I was yeah. like, holy Whew. shit. Dedication. Yeah. And I guess, like, Jackman actually took a pay decrease for it to be rated R, too. Yeah. Like, he really wanted that R rating yeah. to really send off Wolverine with the proper proper goodbye. Sure. I think in the last episode when you guys talked about the Wolverine, yeah. neither of you watched the R-rated cut, did you? I thought I had it, and I don't. Oh, it's yeah. so much better. Really? Yeah. Like, that one really feels like it was made to be rated R. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot bloodier when he's slashing people. There's yeah. blood flying. He drops a couple F-bombs in it. Mm-hmm. And it's just stretched out a little bit. Like, the pacing is more... Even? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, it's good, but this one feels like what they could do if there wasn't a studio exec telling them to put a samurai robot at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the Wolverine is a good preview of, like, now, this is what we could do. How about you just back off and let <laughs> yeah. us make what we want to make? Yeah. And then yeah. they made Logan. Right on. Right. That sounds pretty on point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, before we get into spoilers, what was everyone's overall thoughts of the movie? You don't have to give your grade to this point. Yeah. But just like set into our general feeling of the movie. Joel, Dave, as a guest, you want to go first? Do you yeah. want me to go first? I'll, I'll jump in. Okay, go ahead. I thought it was an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Gr- like, probably one of the movies that superhero movies are going to be held up to up there with like sure. The Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, not a fun movie by any means. No. Not one that I would, like, want to rewatch a ton, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. It is, like, kind of slowly paced, and yeah. it's not a huge, like, action-packed thing, which I really liked about it. Yeah. Um, it is. It's more like a Western. Yeah. I would not call it a superhero movie at all. And with the exception of, like, the super-powered kids that <clears throat> yeah. seemed, like, the most out of place in it. Yeah. It was just, like, a No Country for Old Men type of movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But really good. Yeah. Really good. I also am on that same subject. I loved the movie. Like, I immediately after getting done with it, I told Chelsea, I'm like, I could probably watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like right now. Uh, so maybe <laughs> pointing towards my grade at the end. But I, I liked it a lot. I liked the pacing of it. I liked that it was... Uh, we what we were talking about last week and doing the Wolverine, like for a guy with knives for hands, like the action was spot on. This is how the action would play out in this. Oh yeah. The slow parts really shine for me. I never found like anything that really bugged me at all in the movie. And so I, I really liked it. Yeah. Quite a bit. I, I like the fact that we did the road to Logan series altogether because this has been the most polarizing series Holy shit, has of it. movies I've ever... Like, the first one is, like, if an elementary school kid made a Wolverine movie. Yeah. And then the Wolverine is, like, if a middle school kid made <laughs> uh, a Wolverine movie. And then this one is, like, if, like... A college. A, yeah, like a, a real college, Yeah, like a college, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going like, to say this is one of those weird trilogies where... It starts right on the second movie because the first one doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not even a movie. Yeah, there's elements where it's like the first movie cannot exist. No. Yeah. It just cannot exist. But 
Just haircuts alone for Logan. It's so different. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I would definitely put this up there as probably my favorite superhero-based film next to The Dark Knight. Like, if not the same, probably better because it's just... The, the themes that they play with, like, actually exploring, like, what it means to own these powers and, like, the the consequences of having them even later in life sure. and dealing with those. Like, it's there's so many movies that glamorize it and then you get to a point in your life where you're like, shit, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, are, are you even fit to even still be alive? <laughs> right. And I love the idea of playing with that, playing that, playing with that. Because, yeah, because so many movies glorify it. And uh, especially in this, just nonstop, like, everything just felt like it hurt. And I, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. everything, <laughs> like, just, like. God did it. Just he, watching he, watching Logan limp the whole I don't think oh, he yeah. ever walked with, just walked straight the whole time. He walk, constantly walked with a limp. He's yeah. coughing and limping through yeah. the entire thing. Yeah. That And uh, the scene where he first pops his claws and the one doesn't come out all the way. I thought it was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, he's and like, then later he's in bed and, and like, he has to like oh, slowly God. pull it out. Like it's just kind of rusted. But then they show, but him. then they show like that scene where he's in his bedroom and they're showing all these artifacts from his life where he lived such a great life. And he's like, like for being a man where he's like, oh, I just, I live by my own pace. I just live one day at a time. But then like, because of what he is, he has to surround himself with these glory days because that's all he has left now. Yeah, it was a really sad look at, like, characters that you grew up loving. Yeah. I read someone online say, like, this affected some people really powerfully. Yeah. And it did to me, too. But it was kind of like watching your parents get old. Someone <laughs> yeah, said, sure. or like a grandparent or somebody that you see your whole life as, like, this invincible person or, like, uh-huh. this hero that will always mm-hmm. be there. And then, like, they get older, and they kind of break down and that mm-hmm. type of thing. And thankfully, like, my parents aren't there yet, but I've had grandparents <laughs> and uncles and stuff that yeah. Yeah. it's like, oh, man, like, that's depressing. You see them, <laughs> and they're just, like, yeah. the shadow yeah. of themselves. And that was very much what this movie was. Like, yeah. you pick some unkillable, like, super-powered guy like Wolverine, yeah. and then you show him in this light, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, that's never been done before. Right. Like, that is a risky move. Yeah. Yeah, but it was handled so well. Yeah, yeah. but like in the yeah, in the same sense, like yeah, you show this person in this weaker state of mind, but then like that passion to actually help somebody is still there, and like it, like it shines in, like not to go into spoilers, but then it, it shines throughout the movie where he actually like he still has he's still the same person. It's just he's older and he's different, and they still they portray that in a really awesome way. I've uh, I've heard some people criticize the movie as not having a very good villain, and then I'm I'm pulling a lot from stuff online. None sure. of this is my original thoughts. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, I think the director or producer said the villain of the movie is time. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like that <laughs> yeah. is it. Like yeah. these on or these invincible people. Like no matter what, time will kill everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll yeah. destroy everything. It like it just wears them down. And like the villains come and go and he doesn't have some huge epic final battle to save the world or anything. It's just like an old man who's just reaching the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to continue on that, but I, um let's just jump into spoiler talk right now cuz everybody knows like they should probably go see it at this point. Yeah, you should you should probably <laughs> yeah. go see it. Um but yeah, so spoilers <laughs> but don't, for don't here bring on the out. kids. No, don't my god, don't bring <laughs> this kids. This is not <laughs> 
<laughs> a oh, kid would not Jesus. have any don't fun in this movie. Sweet Jesus, don't bring kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, so following up on that villains thing, um, I thought uh, P- the Pierce guy, the head of the Reavers, yeah, was like a perfect villain for this. Yeah, because like he was, he's not Apocalypse. He's not a Magneto. Mm-hmm. He's just a guy. So like easily disposable. Like it. It's his job. Yeah, it, and so they <laughs> yeah. didn't build him up to be this big, huge thing. So if he's, like, kind of in and out of this movie, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. Yeah. Who'd have thought the best X-Men movie would feature the Reavers as the <laughs> villains? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, like, it's a movie where the villains don't matter. It's not about him fighting bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, right. And, like... They're totally not the same from the comics because I think yeah. Pierce in the comics has like tank treads for legs or something. <laughs> like they're totally like built up and robotic, half yeah. robots, but half people. There's or whatever. like a little nod to it. Like some yeah. of them are cybernetically enhanced yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was really arm. like charming. Yeah, He's an I, asshole, I really but you liked, liked him. him. Yeah. yeah, he was good in it. Yep, I really liked him, and I liked that he was kind of a fan. Of Wolverine? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. someone that grew up looking at him as a hero. Yeah. And, and now that... it was a point where it's like, well, you've gotten old, and I'm this young guy, and I'm going to take you down, and, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just how the world works. I really like that part of the whole movie, too. Like, that Wolverine is, like, a pseudo-celebrity mm-hmm. in this movie. Not that, like, he's, like, a famous movie star or anything, but, like, everybody knows of him. Like, yeah. there's toys of him in yeah. comics. toys and yeah. comics, yeah. and, like, just the fact that, like, in all the other X-Men movies, like, Mutants are, everyone knows about them, but, like, as popular as the X-Men are, like, nobody knows who they are. Like, they mm-hmm. they can't be like, hey, look, there's Wolverine! And, like, yeah. no, they're never like that. And this, it totally felt, like, totally different. Like, yeah, the X-Men are super popular. Everyone knows who Wolverine is. Mm-hmm. There's toys made of me. Yeah. So it's but like... That's totally, like, from reference from The Wrestler. Like, that's a big, that's a big, that's a key uh, reference from The Wrestler where... He's this guy that's working these bingo halls making bullshit for money, but yet everybody knows who he is and loves him. Yeah. They just don't care enough to actually support him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, just kind of going through some other characters while we're on the subject, what did you think of Stephen Merchant playing Caliban? He was good. Yeah. I, I thought Caliban was a really odd choice for like yeah. their only other mutant character, really. <laughs> really, yeah. Especially yeah. the fact that he was just in Age of a... Er, Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah, yeah. yeah. And was just, like, kind of a shit character. Yeah, like, kind of just, it was nothing, a nothing yeah. character. And it wasn't Steven Merchant, either, it was no. somebody else. Yeah. No, but, like, he was fine in it. Like, yeah. all the all the mutants in this were just, like, no-name type of, like, C-list mutant characters. Yeah, as few and of maybe them as they was, were. Yeah, maybe that was better, you know? Yeah, yeah I like that, because yeah, any... then it doesn't take away from what Wolverine, it's supposed to be, like, a Wolverine yeah. movie. Well, there's a reason like, that there's not Gambit a ton of mutants in, here, in there, Let's either. get Deadpool in here yeah. so we can spin off a Caliban movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just, they serve their purpose in the storyline, yeah. but it's yeah. not about them. It's not to try to get them their own movie later. Yeah, well, there's not, like, a, a ton of movie, or there's not a ton of uh, mutants left anyway, and they go into that. Yeah, I want to talk about that All right, at let's some put, point. Let yeah. touch on because I have it written down as well, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought Caliban was really good. I really liked his, like, interaction between everybody. Like, him and Logan just... Were the odd couple kind of bickering? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone was the odd couple in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was no two people that really went well together in this movie, but I love the banter between all of them. Except that poor farm family. <laughs> <laughs> no farmers are safe in the Wolverine no. universe. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so good. First Mod, Pa Kent, and then the Huxtables. <laughs> <laughs> they were 
more more of the family matters. Mm-hmm. More middle class. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> think of what their name was. Yeah. The Carls. Yeah, the uh, the Winslow. The Winslow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, what uh, Charles Xavier? How about how about him? I yeah I just it's just like a very larger. It's like a larger scale version of what Logan is in this uh-huh. because he pretty much is like a walking atom bomb. <laughs> Yeah, and and in all sense, he should probably be put out of his misery. But Logan just thinks of him so much that he can't bring himself to do it. Yeah, which that was what I thought. Like at some point, this guy is so dangerous. Yeah, like right. I love Professor X, but even Professor X, it seems like, would be like, "You have to kill me." Right. Like, yeah. I can't just be left unattended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, I thought they played that off really well, though, because I really liked. Because you, I don't think you really get it from the other X Men movies at all, but. In this, it makes it seem like Wolverine and Professor Xavier are really close to each other. Like, have a really... It's it's like a weird father-son relationship, even though one... It's like, older Wolverine than is older than <laughs> Professor yeah. Xavier. But, but I really like that when he's... Because to put a man out of his misery when he's, like, having, like, weird dementia, and does, that seems, like, almost cruel. Mm-hmm. Like, not... I don't know. To... We should mention why they would put him out of his misery, but Professor X has, like, super-powered dementia. <laughs> just, yeah. And that was interesting, too. Yeah. He's the most powerful mind on the planet, but, like, again, his mutation can't stop, like, time. And, yeah, like, yeah. getting older. And, like, right. he's just breaking down, right. and he's having, yeah. like, these weird, like, mental seizures yeah. that cause everyone in the vicinity to, like, Stroke drop. out. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, like, if left unattended, he would just cause everyone around him to die like yeah. i saw this thing online where like a lot of the cri- like there's some criticisms about like oh why does professor x have hair now like because he lost his hair why does he have hair now <laughs> and then like there's like a thing where like the director even said like there's like a thing where it's like because his mutation is so fucked up now like his mind cannot control things where like he actually is developing some sort of hair because his, his mind is like... It's a secondary mutation. <laughs> it really late. Well, no, like, like uh, because, like, because of, like, the whole, like, if you want to, like, keep it in X, X-Men canon, like, the Apocalypse thing made his mute, made his mutation stronger, and that's what kept him from hair, because his, his mind was so, his mind was so great that it kept hair from growing, but now his mind is going, so now his hair is coming back. I don't think anyone associated with the X Men movies is concerned about making it <laughs> very <a> canon. <laughs> but like, yeah, but that's like, but, it, but it if was, you needed to make it out, yeah. that works. But to see, but like, the longer hair like makes him seem more ragged and seem yeah, it more, does. Uh-huh. yeah, a little bit unkept and yeah, mm-hmm. haggard. Man, I felt bad for Professor X in this. Me too. It was really yeah. depressing to see him at this uh, stage yeah. in his life. Yeah. But I like that uh, what they wanted to do was he wanted to buy a boat so they can go off in, like, uncharted waters or whatever. Yeah. So if yeah. he does, like, start stroking out or whatever, he's not going to hurt anybody but Logan. Yeah. And but he Caliban. Have, like, he wouldn't have the pills <laughs> and everything, though. So, like, would they just go out there and then Logan would pop him or what? I'd maybe. I, I would think he just... Logan wanted just to have him go in his own way. Like, he doesn't yeah. have to yeah. pop him in his face to just <laughs> end it all. Like, he just wants to have him die. Mm-hmm. And Logan could yeah, on yeah, their own terms. take it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, what about uh, X-23? Good. Yes. <laughs> Laura, what's her last name? Kinney? Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, it sounds right. Uh, I think so. Yeah. 
Daphne Keene yeah. is the actress who played her. I thought she did an amazing job in this. Yeah. And I was really apprehensive when I first saw the first few trailers and saw her like flipping around because I was like, oh shit, more fucking wire work. Yeah, we were talking about that and you had complained about that. I didn't think it looked too wiry, but I from didn't the either. trailers it looked yeah. a little bit. But yeah. in the movie, it didn't look at yeah. all. Not and at we were all. talking about yeah. like the best way to do a Wolverine movie is make it look as realistic and gritty as possible. And yep. that is exactly yeah. what this was. Yeah. Like I, I feel like in the trailer they, they slowed it down for effect and that's mm-hmm. what made it look more like wire works. In the movie it felt like it went by went like way faster than it did in the trailer. Or it, they took like they clipped it weird so it looked like she was just like floating or whatever but yeah. she definitely had like a oh, weight yeah. to her. Yeah. And I believe that like this 10-year-old girl actually was doing and ripping these guys apart. Yeah, like, she wasn't throwing them around like they always want to do in movies. She was just sticking the hell out of them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. In the first, or in one of the trailers where it shows her walk out of the warehouse, Mm -hmm. and she's holding something, I saw it as, like, she holding a head? And then they cut, and then they cut back to her, and she drops the handcuffs. Uh And in the movie, she is flat out holding (laughs) a head. She's holding a head. (laughs) Like, they try to mask it in the trailers, but, like, she is holding the guy's severed head there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was brutal in this. And she doesn't speak for, like, more than half the movie. I love that, though. <laughs> Me, too. Because she didn't speak until until after Professor X died. Yeah. yeah. Which means he was she was talking to him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she does start speaking, she's speaking Spanish. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you still don't know anything about this chick, really, until, yeah. like, near the end of the movie where she find out, like, she knows a little bit of English. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that until I, I, like, woke up the next day and I was like, holy shit. She didn't speak because she was talking to Professor X the whole time. You wake up out of a dead sleep. I did. Holy shit. I, like, woke up like, oh, fuck. Honey. That's honey. Why she started, yeah. That's why she started talking because Professor X wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Really good. She was super strong in this movie. And you know how I think about kid actors. Oh, the yeah. worst. The worst. She was I think the all the kid actors weren't terrible in this. Yeah, even though like even though like they don't have like a lot of like screen time, especially like uh, like they don't really show up till the end, but right. I don't think a, that none of them really struck me as oh fuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. this person again. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, really good. Um Hugh Jackman. Oh, did you have one? I was just going to say in uh in terms of like the the violence and the fighting and everything. Yeah. After watching this, it is going to be so hard to go back and yeah. watch the original like seven PG-13 Wolverine appearances <laughs> yeah. because this is straight up what Wolverine should have always been. Yeah. yeah. And like you watch it and you just have a smile on your face. It was almost like when they got Tom Holland as Peter Parker and you're like they finally got it. Yeah. You know, that they nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is how Wolverine should have always been. Yeah. And, like, to go back and watch the originals now, it's like, oh, man. Like, why is he just <laughs> yeah. cutting metal with those claws? <laughs> yeah. Like, he should just be hacking people. Like, he's not showy. Yeah. Just, like, mm-hmm. knife to the head, knife to the head. Yeah, <laughs> Especially yeah. how he brutally murdered those carjackers in the beginning. Oh, oh man. <laughs> it was oh, like, God. I mean, you. I mean, yeah, stop them, but you don't have to be this brutal to them. Oh, I love that, because it kind of lulls you into thinking, like, oh, man, he's really old. Like, even, a like, four thugs are just getting the best of him. Yeah. yeah. But then you see, like, he's just trying to, like, you know, go along with it and yeah. S- yeah. not flip into berserker rage. Yeah. But then, like, it happens, when and he, he just yeah. obliterates he them. Yeah, he doesn't really start killing them until they shoot his car, and then he fucking murders them. Yeah, just, like, sees red. Like, yeah, there's especially, like, a point where he was like, no, and, like, jumps in front of a shotgun shell <laughs> to stop them from shooting his car, and then they do shoot his car, and then he's like, well, now i got to kill all that of you. That car is his yeah. livelihood. Yeah. yeah. 
I think when the like well, one of the first slashes he does and it like removes a guy's arm. I think our whole theater was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> there was like one in there where like he sliced up through a dude's chin and like holds him like he's hanging him, yeah. and then the dude's like gurgling on his own blood while like shaking, and he's like, yeah. "Oh my god!" <laughs> and it's in like the first five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not good. even. Yeah. Oh, this is the kind like, of Wolverine movie we're the getting. One part, I think he, like, goes to stab somebody through, like, the face, and it's, like, just a weird part of the face. So, yeah, like, sometimes it like, comes out through the oh forehead. Oh, my God, that's such a weird <laughs> angle to stab yeah. somebody in the uh, face. Like, they didn't give a fuck about perfection. They were just like, all right, oh, you see, we put your fist here. Well, we'll we'll form yeah. <laughs> we'll form your claws based on where you put your fist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all the action scenes in this I thought were amazing. It's what I always wanted to see in a Wolverine movie. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Knives for hands. This is what happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's no simple. And I uh, also liked that uh, later on when more mutant abilities come, like they're not like so over the top that it took me out of the somewhat grounded movie. It was mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like a plant guy and like an ice girl and that uh, type of thing. Yeah, ground person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that they are gonna form like the new mutants or anything like that? I don't. I want to because we'll I want to go into that, that a but, little bit later. Yeah, you're but, wondering like where does it go from here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So the action scenes I thought were really good. Also, the slow scenes were amazing. Like I mm-hmm. really dug. Every time they went from an action set piece and kind of slowed it down to really let the movie breathe, I thought it was really well done. And it helped you get to know people, too. Yeah. Like, you're not just, like, waiting for the next action scene. Like, you're actually experiencing them actually bonding. Like, yeah. I think this is the most I've actually seen of, like, Professor X bonding with anybody. Mm-hmm. It's mainly him just being captured and being held in... <laughs> Held Professor in, X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like every fucking movie they just capture Professor X and he's like held in a prison cell or something. You always got to take him out because he can just freeze everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he got to get yeah. X'd and then he's, you know, right, can go on to the yeah. movie. But with this, it's, yeah, you can actually see him bonding with people and actually see him connect. Yeah. By far the most character development of any X-Men movie. Oh, yeah, exactly. for sure. And maybe they're onto something. Deadpool was great because it focused on one character. Yep. Logan was great because it focused on two, two and a half characters. Yeah. Like an X-Men movie juggles like 12 main characters. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. there's not yeah. enough time. Yeah. They got to pick one or two and then just have the rest be kind of supporting. Yeah. yeah. But it's weird, though, because, like, it can be done with multiple characters, because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy had, a, like, multiple casts. Like, had five characters in it. And really, if you're making an X-Men, we don't need more than that anyway. Right, but, like, Groot and Drax don't bring a whole lot to the table. Yeah, that's true. But, like, what X-Men can you put in there that wouldn't also, like... Mm-hmm. I would love to see, like, a movie with, like, Cyclops. Like, the, the 90s cartoon version. Yeah. Where you have, like, Cyclops, Jean Grey... Really, Wolverine is good as like that. Yeah, real, is the like background. the Drax character. Yeah, and then he's like, not front and center. Colossus can also be like the background, mm-hmm. <laughs> like big brute character, and just have somebody else in there, mm-hmm. like uh, a Gambit. Yeah, or a, or a Nightcrawler, or a Jubilee, a Jubilee, <laughs> an Iceman. An Iceman. An angel. An angel. A beast, maybe. A beast. Only if it's Kelsey Grammer. Only. Only. I don't care what he ages he's oh, at no. now. Put him back in the makeup. Yep. Have him CGI put, him if necessary. Put him in that vest. <laughs> put Niles in the beast makeup. 
Oh, man, that was uh, good. You know what scene I also really loved in this? When they actually went to the farmer's house and that dinner scene? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had the biggest fucking smile on my face because mm-hmm. I'm like... They're, They're all a family. Yeah. I fucking love this so uh-huh. much. And they, I was yeah, so happy. These are people that have been in hell. Like, all three of them have been in hell for, like, the past, like, year. Like, for years. Yeah. They've been in hell. And they're actually being able to enjoy, like, even the family. Even the family's interaction with each other. I was like, I like this family. Yeah, me too. I just like this family. <laughs> and it's something that we've never seen over the course of any of the previous X-Men movies. Just no. them being able to relax and yeah. talk a little bit. Like, yeah. take a breather. It wasn't like, we gotta get from point A to point B, and now yeah. from here, we gotta keep the plot moving. It's yeah. like, no, the plot is, it's just going. Yeah. You know, we're just following them. It reminded me a lot of, like, the Hawkeye family scene in, uh whatever movie that was, Ultron. <laughs> yeah, Ultron. <laughs> Where it, like, slowed the movie down, but you got to, like, know everybody a yeah, little bit like more. Yeah, I like that one, too. And had a slow... Like... Where they go to Potter Farm. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chris Evans splits wood with his hands. Uh, God. <laughs> Sam Jackson's there by a tractor for some reason. <laughs> Just like Potter and I love Farm. It. <laughs> and, and the reason I love that is because that's the one scene the studio did not like Joss Whedon putting into the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can tell. You can pick these scenes out. Like, yeah. if this were any other movie, that would have been the first thing to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, just scenes like this makes you care about every single person that's in this movie. Because it makes them seem human. Yeah, no matter how big mm-hmm. or small a part they yeah. have. I really like that that's the thing. I, the like The thing I like the most about this movie is that it's, like, you. it's a character that you've seen do so many earth-shattering events, and he's spending the rest of his life defending a person that he cares about yeah like it's it's so it's such a small thing as opposed to like, comparing it to the rest of the world in general but it's important to him and that's how he's spending the rest of his life yeah oh yeah like they did a death of wolverine comic a couple years back and it was pretty good it was kind of small scale but this <clears throat> is a much better interpretation of like how wolverine could possibly go out mm-hmm. which i guess has spoiler implications on this but like this is such a better version because it is it's a very small scale he's had all these battles as he even says in the when he's talking about the comics some of them are real but not that much or like it happened a different way but like yeah this is just him trying to protect the people he loves and he's not fighting magneto or apocalypse or anything it's just this small little thing that like no one in the world even took notice of yeah and Mm -hmm. that's how this warrior goes out yeah yeah yeah. so good yeah right on um so the movie was brutal and there was a bit more adult language in this uh do you think this movie needed to be rated r for it to be such a success yeah yeah me too (laughs) um but with that did uh i first thought the amount of like cursing in the movie was a little over i fell into it but i thought it was weird I'm not a place to have, like, Professor X be, like, dropping F-bombs as often as he did in this. Wolverine, I was like, okay, I can see, like, mm-hmm. Wolverine cursing. But then it's the first time I heard, like, Patrick Stewart be like, fucking Logan! Oh. I was like, oh, that... I don't know, man. Coming off of, like, my... Like... He's an old timer. Yeah, well, coming <laughs> off my dad just coming out He's of He's always been the old timer. <laughs> <laughs> but now he has dementia. <laughs> Mutant dementia. But no, like, you get exposed to anybody who is going through a very stressful, like, part of their life, 
like that just becomes a part of their vocabulary. I feel yeah. like my my dad when he came out of bypass surgery, that was every other word out of his mouth was fuck. <laughs> yeah. And like, granted, he is he can be foul mouthed at times, but he was doing this very loudly in public. Like he was just <laughs> in a very stressful situation, and the only way he could make himself feel better is to be like, oh, "Fuck this." <laughs> yeah. So it's like I, it struck me as like, yeah, it did kind of throw me off at first, but it's like you think of the situation Xavier's in. Like, I, I would want to fucking yell, yeah. fuck this shit. Yeah, well, granted, I did, like, finally, like, f- like get into it, and it didn't bother yeah. me. It just was, like, kind of off-putting at first, because I'm like, oh, they're really going for that R. Plus, the only person <laughs> he's talking to is Logan. Yeah, he's not running a school for <laughs> gifted youngsters anymore. He doesn't That's have to true. clean up his language. That's very Little true. do you know, when he's not around children, Professor X swears like a sailor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's, he just has to hang out with Caliban all day. Yeah. And if that yeah. was the case, then fuck that guy. Yeah, you know. he's, yeah, he's talking to Logan, who's saying fuck every the word, and Caliban is like, oh, get this fucker out of my guy. <laughs> get this fucking weird-looking guy out of here. Uh. Oh, shit. So, uh, the movie, uh, as well as being kind of, like, because we uh, talked, like, weeks ago how, like, Logan was kind of being its own kind of separate timeline. Like, it's, it was cherry picking a little bit from continuity mm-hmm. but like i found a lot actually that it took from it took up actually a not huge chunks of continuity but like little bits and pieces here that i'm like so did that really exist they mentioned the statue of liberty from uh from x-men, first X-Men. Yeah. oh there was that scene where they show that samurai sword i fucking hate when japanese stuff gets put up in people's houses right troy <laughs> yeah the one sword is <laughs> um he didn't have a whole shrine with, like, koi fish pond, either. In incense. Yeah. He just, uh, yeah, he had the sword from the Wolverine. They, there's an animantium bullet, so I'm like, I think Wolverine Origins kind must have kind of existed. I think it had a little different uh, impact. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, also, I would assume X-Men 2 also was a thing. Just, like, the animantium bonding process, whole kind of backstory. Um... Wolverine wasn't a huge part of that, but it just kind of dealt with his, like, past. Yeah. Um, I kind of took it as, like... I mean, if I watched the movie, I would assume everything happened. Like, hearing the director say, yeah. like, well, we kind of picked and choose its own continuity, I went into it with that in mind, but there right. wasn't anything that stuck out to me as, like, oh, so that didn't happen before? Right. Like, everything still could have happened. Yeah. Or you could just make the argument that, like... Everything that we've watched was the X-Men comic books. Sure. And they were just like this kind of romanticized version yeah, of sure. what actually happened. So maybe they fought Magneto, maybe but it didn't, didn't quite go down oh, like yeah, that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I think, like, it's fine what it is. Like, it didn't negate anything that happened, at least not any more than the previous X-Men <laughs> films yeah. have, like, two yeah. or three times already. Yeah. Because uh, I think Nick Mason on the Weekly Planet, his, like, theory is, like, the X-Men movie you're going to see, the only one you really have to pay attention to is the one that came previously before it. Otherwise, continuity is thrown out the window. Yeah, Nobody because, cares. Yeah, they just all kind of keep rebooting. Like, technically, by this point, we're in the second timeline already from right. Days of Future Past, right? Yeah. And then Apocalypse goes back to... Before that. Yeah, it's or so does weird. It? it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it, too. I had no. this whole... I watched a whole thing about it, and I still was just like... I don't know. Yeah, it's its own thing, but it doesn't... Like, you can watch them all chronologically and not be like, what? Like, that was a waste. 
Maybe if you watch them back three. to back to back <laughs> to back, you'd be like, I don't get that. Yeah. I, I always take, I just take a movie for, like, if I can, if I buy it and I watch it, I can appreciate it by itself. And, like, Logan is just like that. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, I saw all the X-Men movies, but, like, it's almost better if you don't own them and you just own Logan because then it's like, yeah, I do remember that. I don't own it. I can't refresh my memory about it, but I do remember that that happened. And I have the as things... much knowledge about it as Logan probably does yeah. at this point. And then the things that, that don't follow continuity, you can easily just dismiss. And it, it's, I, I, it's just... It's just a it's a perfect film by itself, especially right. for those that grew up. Like it's a perfect movie for those that have grown up just watching X Men from when it started, like in the two thousands. Like I think that's the thing that Fox had over Marvel in terms of making this like an amazing comic book movie is that that had that longevity to it. Yeah, that you've gotten to know this character for so long that you feel everything that this Logan feels because you've been there from the start. Yeah. I I guess what I was trying to bring up before is, like, Logan is, like, it can be great just standalone, but, like, with, does it, do you need all the other movies to really build up to this, to Logan? Like, does it really take so much from all the other ones that if you didn't see the other ones, you'd be kind of, like, lost? Or do you think it works by itself? Everything that they bring up that in terms of continuity is always in passing. Like, it's just like, it's like when your grandpa tells you war stories, you don't need to know, you don't need to be in that war to know your grandpa. You just yeah, know, yeah. you just know your grandpa and he tells you these war stories. You're like, oh yeah, okay, that's cool. That's a cool story. But you're seeing this, these events, you're, you're seeing him follow these events. I think that works, but at the same time, the fact that you've said we've grown up with the X Men movie since 2000. Yeah. So for 17 years, Hugh Jackman has played Wolverine, and that gives this final performance so much more emotional weight than if, you know, he's the third actor to play Wolverine. Yeah. Or if X Men started 10 years ago or something. Like, mm-hmm. 17 years. Like, yeah. it is almost x-men is a film is almost in its 20s it's a young <laughs> yeah. adult yeah like that carries emotional investment and to be able to start off or to be able to say like oh yeah i saw that in the theater you know when i was in middle school and now like i've seen the last wolverine performance and it actually had like this real emotional weight to it yeah it's pretty cool like yeah. that's yeah. something not a lot of superhero films can say because who who else plays a superhero character for like 20 years yeah that's true that's impressive and that's that yeah that's something that only time can be the only investment into like like i, I didn't want to do this in front of you david i don't want to dog on batman bbs <laughs> but the fact that they tried so hard to make you feel about superman's death when you've only mm-hmm. seen him in one other movie yeah it's almost insulting where you're like why don't why don't you cry for him yeah but here You've seen Hugh Jackman as Wolverine do so much stuff. Yeah. And then you get that real re- realization that you're watching that character physically die. Yeah. You've watched him die from after watching for 17 fucking years. Yeah. Like, that will totally tug your heartstrings. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they did it well. Yeah. And I will admit... Yeah. Superman 2, or Superman's <laughs> death was a little phoned in. <laughs> it, it carried no emotional weight, whereas no. this, like, not even trying, carried, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so much more. Yeah. Just yeah. because of the fact that, like, 
this dude has played the character and played him well, like yeah. never phoned yeah. it in. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to like go through my notes here. Um, like ones on the side. You like you like wrote that in like <laughs> you've like MC written Escher. this <laughs> yeah. notepad. Yeah, you like written this in uh fucking uh oh, shit words. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought it was interesting that uh one of Wolverine's like definitive attributes besides like the bone claws is like his animantium. Yeah, and that was like the thing that was like eventually killing it like gonna kill him which makes you think about like what's up with laura then yeah but the thing is like (laughs) she i don't think her whole skeleton is bonded with that stuff because Mm. like she's still a kid that would make sense like if she had it bonded to her whole skeleton she wouldn't even be able to grow yeah like that's just yeah (laughs) i heard that from somebody else but i was like oh that makes a lot of sense yeah they didn't ever say they just said she had the claws and stuff they didn't say it was her whole skeleton yeah you you see they you see her like do surgery or those people do surgery on like her leg and her arms so maybe that's it yeah that makes sense spoiler she's got a toe claw i'm glad they threw that in i didn't know if they were gonna (laughs) i thought they weren't going to and then it pops and then she like kicks the shit out of the guy and i'm like Fuck yeah, yeah, toe claw. <laughs> and they don't like overdo it either. Like nope. that's about all it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Even the uh the just the throwaway kind of fact that like Professor X has the back of the truck mm-hmm. about like how female lions have like defensive claws yeah. like on yeah. their hind feet and like I was like that's really smart. Wonder smart if... people wrote this movie. Yeah, you wonder yeah. if that was in the comic. I don't know if it was or not. It seems like how would they have researched that? And, like, what a weird coincidence that this female Wolverine <laughs> yeah. clone has a yeah. toe claw and, yeah. like, yeah. female lions have that... Sorry. <laughs> Smashing the place You're here. Fine. We're winding down, so I'm trashing the instruments, <laughs> like, on a rock concert. Um, but, no, that was great. Yeah. And I really liked it. Like, I wasn't sure up until, like, the end of the movie that it was his antibantium that was killing him. They didn't right. really drive home that point. Mm-hmm. Right. And they I was talking to a couple people, it. and they had completely missed that. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I think it is. Like, even yeah. with yeah. his healing factor, like, there's only so much you can take. Like, yeah. he's been around for 200 years yeah. since Civil War <laughs> yeah. times yeah. before that. He's all, yeah, so at this like, point, he is, like, almost 200 years old in 2029. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, this adamantium is just taking its toll. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's rusting up and getting all grody inside him. Yeah. It's just doing him in. I really like that. It, mm-hmm. I thought it was perfectly done. And, like, the they just did, like, a Death of Wolverine, like, not that long ago. I think you brought it up. I don't know if it was the same thing you were talking about, though. Yeah, I think so. The one where he gets coated in adamantium yeah. and he's just like this adamantium blob just yeah. chilling out. Like, I thought it That's was... why I said this was a lot better ending for him <laughs> yeah, it was. than the adamantium blob. And yeah. Then... Um, say blob. Call me blob. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please bring that up more. <laughs> um, just remember, it's not even a movie. <laughs> According so, to this, it's not that it exists. The... Uh, the reason there's like no more mutants in this is very interesting. That and was the other thing I was gonna bring up. Kind of, they they say it kind of blatantly, but I almost missed it because Chelsea reminded me of it when we got out of the movie. Yeah, like there hasn't been. They say there hasn't been a mutant birth in 25 years. It had a very children and men vibe to it. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the reason they do it is like at because like humans just start like fucking around with food. Mr. Mr. Scientist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> illustrates yeah. that that and they've done something that just repressed like the mutant gene. Yeah, so they didn't yeah. kill mutants; they just, no, they just like stopped, stopped it from, yeah. from happening. Yeah, which makes 
perfect sense. Like yeah. that's a really good mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. And I I wanted to get to this part, but that as he's explaining that to Wolverine at the end, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Where. Uh, the evil scientist is giving like his master plan yeah, yeah, yeah. and right in the middle of it Wolverine just blows his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Like the yeah, audience yeah. is sitting there like, oh wait, what happened? And Wolverine doesn't care. No. Nope. <laughs> like, Shut boom. the fuck up. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's great. And after saying how he hates guns too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's wounded and he he's like not within slashing distance so you're just like, alright, I guess the doctor's got a monologue. Yep. Nope, Wolverine just <laughs> blows his brains out. Oh, that was I love, great. I love that a lot. Such a surprise. And also that uh, not only are there no more mutants coming in, but Xavier happened to take out a school full? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question mark of how many? They yeah. say, on I thought on Sun News Report they say like seven. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Well, they say like 600 in Westchester. Yeah. So, yeah. the... I'm assuming that's like a whole town. I don't think there's but 600 we- mutants. Westchester is where the the school cool was yeah, yeah, yeah located. Yeah. And uh, so I'm assuming that's where all the X-Men met it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they met yeah. the business end of his <laughs> brain spasm. Which yeah. is interesting because in Old Man Logan, the graphic novel, doesn't Wolverine kill all the yeah. X-Men? Yeah, he gets and tricked in... by Mastermind. Mastermind yeah. yeah, and in this, Professor X does. They oh, don't yeah. flat out say it, but like yeah. he just gets old and... Has like one of these weird mental seizures and yeah, actually, kills actually, everybody. I actually read that the original script, the the first scene was supposed to be the the that scene where Professor X like basically kills off the whole school with his first seizure. Yeah. But they didn't want to put it in there because that would make it seem like less of a of a uh, Wolverine centric movie and more of an X Men movie. Hmm. Hmm. That makes I sense. See that. Yeah. I don't think but it I, needed I, it. I don't yeah. think it needed kind of vague. Yeah, and I and I like the idea and I like how they uh have it unfold throughout the movie where you don't really know what the incident was and they just kind of slowly peel it away for you as the movie goes on. Yeah. Yeah, I I I really like that too. I like that they like they kept a few things kind of vague and then you could kind of put them together yourself. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to blatantly just come out and tell you everything. So that it's yeah. not like some weird info dump at some point yeah. in time. Here's why this happened. <laughs> you know, X is 10 in Roman numeral. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, shit. Um, so, not only is X-23 in this movie, a clone of Wolverine, it's def- and I like that it's, and you see in the files that it's definitively the clone of Wolverine, like, in, when he's going through all that shit, it says, like, clone from James Howard. Oh, yeah. No question about it that X-23 yeah. is, like, his mm-hmm. genetic yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that point. But there's also an X-24. Yeah. What would you guys think of that? Well, he's not even in the comics, is he? X-24? I don't think so. I was... Well, there's, like, a robot. There's a robot. Right. That's all I heard. Like, stupid robot. Yeah. Thor yeah. clone yeah, 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 in yeah. Uh, Civil War. Yeah, but I do like the idea of... A feral animal version of Wolverine being sicked on the world. Like, they treat him like cattle, even. Yeah. And I love the idea of that. And he's young, too. Yeah. So, even more yeah. kind of... Uh... They even, like, found a way to make him, like... they like I don't know if it's because they put a tighter shirt on him or what, but he looks even more jacked than Wolverine... Like, than uh, <laughs> yeah. Hugh Jackman does. Where, like, he's just, like, walking around very, like, stubby, like, grossly fucking jacked. And you're like, <laughs> Jesus... 
Did you like work out more before the X twenty four scenes? <laughs> he didn't drink for a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He got his pump on. But <laughs> like uh, the, to put in a, a minor spoiler in there, I was almost hoping that uh, Xavier would bite it and just like die right then and there when he would look into the face of X twenty four as it's killing him mm-hmm. to be like, I've just had the best day of my life. And then he dies at the hands of the one person he trusted the most. Yeah, and then yeah. dies without any explanation whatsoever. That took me by complete surprise. Yeah. Ugh, I, it was so good. It was really good. And I, do, I didn't think I liked it when I saw it in the theater. But then once I settled into it, I was like, wait a minute. That was that was actually really good. Like, it, I didn't see it coming at yeah. all. And it totally surprised me. I'm like, I'm glad the movie did that for me. I was, I was kind of bummed that he's held on longer so that logan could explain like it wasn't me it wasn't me because you think about it like do you think he did uh acknowledge that though because it happened no, with he the, did. the black farmer too yeah. who <laughs> he did again because... like it, logan just had this habit of uh everyone thought that he killed their family or he killed yeah. them yeah. and right before they I die didn't... he's trying to tell them it's not him and they just keel over no i didn't yeah. i didn't catch it as that well i'll get to that but like i i would i would have loved it more if it was just Xavier just p- confessing that he had just had the best day of his life for, in like the longest time, and then he looks into Logan's face, and then boom, kills him, and then that's the end of his life. Like, mm-hmm. he, like you had the best day ever. Person you love the most just killed you. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so depressing, but it's so good. But then the thing with the farmer is that I th- he I think that he knew that Logan had nothing to do with it, but the fact that. Logan being there was the reason that it happened. That's why he wanted to kill him. Because it's like, I know you had nothing to do with it, but because you're here, you killed my family, so I want to kill you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that whole fucking thing was so surprising. I know. Because, <laughs> like, Professor Xavier essentially wakes up and you see his point of view, and you just see, like, young Wolverine stabbed through the chest and you're like holy shit <laughs> and then like a huge ruckus starts and then he kills the rest of the family like yeah just boom boom so boom. nonchalantly like, too holy shit so nonchalantly yeah. i loved it it was i i like i was kind of disappointed at first that uh like xavier didn't have like a bigger send-off or whatever but yeah this was i i think i liked it. no it was it was perfect i like there's a huge ongoing uh theme throughout the whole movie where it's like like what happens in the final moments of your life. And like, that's Xavier's where he has the best day ever. And then he's killed by looking into the eyes of someone that he loves. And then the farmer, even like he goes out of his way to avenge his family's or like at least what he thought was avenging his family's life by taking on this super being yeah, <laughs> like running him into a fucking skid loader and blowing <laughs> his fucking head off multiple times. Yeah. Like, and then just like fucking trying to kill the person he thought was was uh responsible for it and then dying. Like there's so many just amazing death scenes in this. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's like an ongoing threat ongoing trend throughout the whole thing of like how do you spend the last moments of your life? And they're all small deaths too. Like Professor X didn't go out in a blaze of glory and neither right. does Wolverine at the end. It's right. just like yeah, like in that situation it's is realistic, I guess, as you could say it could be. The only one that goes out in a blaze is X twenty four, really. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting like fucking hammered by everybody, especially the when like. But even his death, it's just yeah, a it's, shot to the head. Yeah, it's but, not like they have to 
pour adamantium on him yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah. ridiculous but i just, like, like people just die i really liked even when like laura jumped on him and was just going like ape shit on him just like stab 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 uh-huh. stab, stab, stab. i'm like god damn <laughs> yeah yeah and i like that he isn't invincible like right. he's taking these hits and slowing down and stuff it's not yeah. like this young girl's yeah. sticking the hell out of him and he's just yeah. like shrugging it off and throwing her like yeah She's stabbing him with like four knives, and <laughs> yeah. like yes, it yeah. would it would slow you down. Yeah, and it's a fun way to watch like how like what is the limits of Logan's healing factor? Like you didn't really get that from uh, like the PG thirteen X Men movies because there's only so much they can do. But in this, you're like, let's see what we can really do. Let's shoot him in the face with a shotgun eight times <laughs> while we're fucking stabbing him through the chest and fucking. Doing all this different stuff to him, and then seeing that he still came back from that. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, it's weird, because in the PG-13 ones, too, like, they... Not only couldn't you not show that, but even when he does get, like, shot in the head in, like, X-Men 2, like, he, like, drops on, like, Iceman's porch, and you just see this small little hole close up, and he stands right back up, like, ah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Except when he gets shot... With those adamantium bullets. <laughs> yep. His mem- memory's fucked for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you liked X-24 overall? I Yeah, I did, yeah. I didn't ever see it coming. No, in the theater, I thought it was really jarring. I was like, oh, really? That's where they're going with this? Like, yeah. I was kind of wanting a different yeah. villain. Yeah. Like, this is our last Wolverine, and we're just getting him fighting another Wolverine. Yeah. But in the context of the story, old Wolverine fighting a younger, animalistic version of himself like yeah. in his prime yeah. makes perfect sense yeah mm-hmm. and again like it's a story that's not about the villains right so yeah. we don't have time to like bring in Sabretooth or something yeah. or introduce was... a new villain <laughs> like having it just be kind of a reflection of his younger self his like animalistic like this is what would happen if he did yeah. become a with true no weapon. inhibitions whatsoever yeah, yeah like oh, that's that's a good contrast yeah. there to what yeah. he becomes I'm right on. And I love how they just like how they just treat him. They treat him like cattle. Like they're just like, hey, come here, come here, (laughs) come here. (laughs) Hey, and then like, and then at the end when they release him, he's like, come on, get out here now. (laughs) I know. I kept waiting for him to just go and like slash him up. Open this. They just open this gate and just starts like fucking wreaking havoc. And you're like, oh shit, I didn't even know he was gonna be here. Mm -hmm. Um. So now that we're we're reaching kind of the end of the movie, and uh, did you like? It's the whole road trip aspect where they are trying to find this place that, uh, this Eden that's like maybe real, maybe fake, but then it, there's somewhat like, was it a coincidence that that building or that outpost was kind of there? Was it really Eden? No, I, how I saw it was, it's like, yeah, it was in the books and it was, it was made up, but the fact that these people made it that, that's what makes it Eden. Like, it's not the fact that it was Eden, it's that they made it Eden. Yeah. that's where they were meeting up to go to whatever this place is in Canada. Yeah. E- Eden was essentially where they would meet. And yeah. there wasn't anything there. It was just, this is where we're going, and then we're going to go mm-hmm. make our Eden from there. Sure. It was yeah. like a yeah, meet-up point yeah. rather yeah. than yeah. an actual place. But I was saying, like, so was that outpost there? Or was it, like, did the kids build that? I or think it was close. It might have been close to, like, where the coordinates were. Because that was one of the questions. Because like, the whole time, it's like, oh, these are just from a comic book. This place doesn't exist. But then there's, like, a building there. And I'm like, 
does it exist? Is it a thing? Maybe one of the mutant no. powers was outpost building. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze powers not, and outpost the building. Way, no, not like the way, the way I saw it is like Logan spent his whole life like not believing in people and like, oh no, this see, this is bullshit because this is just, this is fake, whatever. But then, yeah, it, like in a sense it was fake, but these people coming together and making it that, that's what's Eden. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right on. Eden is what you make it, Troy. Eden's inside yeah. all of us. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself, GHD. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I said it too. Joel's here. It's GT, birthday. I compliment you every week, but it's because it's your birthday week. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> also, happy birthday. Thanks. You're welcome. So, where do you think the X-Men franchise goes from here? This is where we're going to double back. Mm. This is a tough one. Because it's yeah. really up to the studios. They could play yeah. it safe. Or, well, no. Play it safe isn't the right term. <laughs> they Fast could, and loose. <laughs> they could do what you expect and just make more X-Men or try to cash in on something like this. Something different, but yeah. just kind of you know, wreck what makes it different and try to, mm-hmm. oh, R-rated movies are the rage right now, know, so let's make a bunch I, more R-rated movies. That's where I feel like they want to go. Because now Deadpool's success, now Logan's a success. Mm, yeah. R rating is the way to go. Like <laughs> X Men just had to be really. rated R. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. doesn't have like it was. I don't like. I don't want to see any more Wolverine in this timeline mm-hmm. or this continuity that they've built. Right. These nine or ten X Men movies. Like I think Wolverine has played his part. It would be a shame if they brought him back or like. I don't know. Yeah, it would. This, see, this really seems like the end back. of this continuity. I don't really want more. And it's Deadpool can they... stand on its own, but yeah. like I don't want more X Men after this. When Deadpool can also be like where they jump off from, like like Logan is the end of from X Men to Logan. All mm-hmm. that is shit is in the middle. That's all fucking done now. Like yeah. Deadpool doesn't really make any like. Cool sense yeah. chronologically yeah. with it doesn't. any of them. Like, no. besides, like, the Hugh Jackman mask, which is uh-huh. just, can be a Hugh Jackman mask, it's fine. That's like, the point of it, though. It's yeah, not, it's just it, a... Yeah, they don't fucking care if you know who Wolverine... Because it's, it's, it's Deadpool saying Wolverine is low, is, like, Wolverine is Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Because so, all, all Deadpool is is fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Uh-huh. It can, so, it, he, he can appear anywhere at any time at any place, and just, all you have to do is just have him reference, like, Oh yeah, X Men was fake. I'm Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I I think they should maybe spur off that and like recast. But I aren't they making like another X young X Men movie yeah, in the nineties? Yeah, Supernova is what they were calling it. But apparently, yeah, that's, that's just the working title. And it's going to be a Dark Phoenix. Saga, yeah, that's what I heard. God, which like they they messed it up once. And it wasn't that long ago. I don't yeah. know if we need another one. Like, the fans of the Dark Phoenix saga are only going to be happy if they go into space. Yeah. And they're and not going to go into space. Do that. <laughs> so, like, they're just going to piss everyone off again. Yeah. Like, just, I don't know. I'd say start it over, but essentially they have started it over, like, twice now yeah. with First Class and yeah. now with Apocalypse. They've yeah. recasted these roles. Yeah. I don't, I think... I don't know. I think the only way Fox is going to be successful is if they take these characters and they just try and tell tell different stories with different genres, like like Logan or even I'm I'm loving the fuck out of Legion. I don't know if you're watching oh, Legion. Man, I want to see it and watch. I I love it so much because it's such a toned down version of X Men. Like all the mutants they introduce are not like very battle ridden. Like 
like I breathe fire, I shoot ice and all this. It's all like it's like very simple powers. It's like it's just getting to know these people. Like there's just there's like an there's like a mutant where they're twins where one can live inside the other and not age hmm. but can like learn how to like how to like fight and be like combative and but they like live symbiotically with each other and it's just ex- examining that and like yeah. examining like what what makes a mutant and like what are mutant powers in if it's just a very toned down like environment sure yeah and i i want more stories like that not these like big epic battles where the world's on the line just examine yeah. the human condition <laughs> examine the human condition if you can do this certain thing i agree with part of that but that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I'm more of, like, the lowest common denominator X-Men fan. Like, if I'm going to watch Mutants, I just want to see everybody, all the mutants I know. I don't give a shit about anybody else. <laughs> like, oh, there's a mutant that can fucking live inside another person? Cool. Is he Cyclops? No. <laughs> Fuck him, then. I don't care. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the X-Men, like, in the comics, but I like the movies, because they condense all the fucking continuity, and they... Ugh, I'm going to say this in quotes, streamline it. <laughs> and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Like, half the X-Men movies aren't really all that good. But, but I think condensing is the biggest problem that comic book movies have to get, like, in today. Condensing is what makes these was what makes the formula that's getting old. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I want like, to explore more... Like, I want to explore more possibilities of superpowers and, like, the, the, the fucking, like, consequences for having them. But it, it's just, all every fucking time, it's a fucking, a big battle between somebody that, uh, someone that reads a comic book knows. I don't read comic books, so I know, I don't have that, I don't have that uh, clinging, or that uh, attachment to it like yeah. you do. Yeah. I want to get to know characters that have powers that are dealing with that and are trying to examine their lives based on this big uh version or this big thing that they that's involved with them i don't i don't care if i know them i just want them to be interesting i don't think cyclops is interesting but he is interesting though like he's probably (laughs) one of the more interesting mutants now like more than ever so but not in the movies. That's no, what I watch. I don't not. read the books. Yeah, but it can be both, though. It can be both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. They are planning on doing an X-Men TV show, like a straight-up X-Men show. Yeah. And with TV and, like, the decompression that TV has, that could be good. Like, maybe yeah. that's what X-Men needs, something mm. like a TV show mm. where they can Longer really form explore some of this stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, you're very correct in that where they condense everything and you're left with just like action beats like mm-hmm. we have to get from here to here yeah. and stuff that we don't normally get that logan was full of gets mm-hmm. kind of like thrown on the floor right so every once in a while something like this comes along or something like deadpool that really breaks the mold yeah and i hope we get more of these and with yeah. legion too that sounds great like i'm counting down yeah. the days until that's available <laughs> to stream or <laughs> buy on dvd um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't think that's what we're getting more of, or maybe we're getting that and the other, because yeah. it sounds like we're getting another X-Men movie, which is a Phoenix thing. And we're getting a yeah. new mutants movie, which I don't know what that is going to be. I don't know. It could very well pick up where these kids are at the end of Logan, but I don't think it is. Yeah. And I don't think but it, it would make either, sense man. if they did. Like I, 
I'm interested in what they do. I don't know if I want a movie on it, but that would make more sense than just picking another random group of people yeah. that we haven't been yeah. introduced to. That's but that that's, that's the thing that makes me like I feel like if a studio looks at this movie, they're going to look at the R rating and then they're going to see the money that it makes. They're not going to look at the storytelling. They're going to be like, "Oh, R rating. People want R rating. Let's make a very condensed superhero mm-hmm. version that's R rated." Yeah, but then but you can't count out like how much money a PV PG-13 movie makes. It makes twice as much as an R rating. Yeah, but it it does, but then that's not what studios see. They 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 don't look at the story. They look at oh, people in R rating. Let's do R rating. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I think they want to make their top buck first than whatever people want. But I think they just look at more what's easier as opposed to what's like what's the work that goes into it. It's like what they look at what's on the surface as opposed to what's the deeper meaning of it all. That's just me being a hippie, I guess. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm a hippie! <laughs> um, I don't think it... Were we going to bring up anything else that we said, like, put a pin in it that we've totally forgotten? I was going to say, what would you think of how Logan went out? We talked a lot that he oh, died, yeah. but we oh. haven't actually said how it was he died. perfect. Yeah, oh my god. The fucking last few seconds of this movie had me, like, welling up real bad. Dude, I was... Very close to the verge of tears. <laughs> <laughs> I, when the fucking, so Logan goes out, like he goes out in like not a huge spectacular way, but it's like thrown through a, a stump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out in a fitting way. And then like when the kids bury him and they, she takes the cross and turns it into an X. I was like, holy fuck. Oh <laughs> no. X man. I was losing <laughs> it when like, I was losing it while as he was dying, she held his hand and he was like, this is what this feels like. Oh and then yeah. Dies. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. God even before damn. that, when she just like, she barely talks and then she just yells out daddy. I yeah. was like, oh my God. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, she called him daddy. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love that. But, yeah, like, the fact that, like, they even, like, showed, they even, like, had a scene in there where she grabbed his hand and he just, like, threw her off because he had other things to worry about. The fact that he was, he was dying, there was nothing else for him to worry about, and then she held his hand. Then he was like, oh, so this is love. This is what loving somebody and being loved by somebody else back, that's what that feels like. He never gave himself that opportunity to absorb that feeling from somebody. Yeah. Even she even had like the uh, a quote from that Shane movie at the very end where they yeah. bury which him I love that because that's all she knows because they yeah. watched the movie in the hotel room yeah yeah really good because yeah. beyond that she's been fucking locked in a lab for the for all of her life <laughs> being prodded she was really pretty well adjusted all things considered <laughs> like, <laughs> the exception of like just almost killing convenience store clerks over sure. sunglasses like. She, and Pringles. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, once you uh, pop, wouldn't? you can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, being able to use silverware. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was a really good send-off. Logan mm-hmm. kind of got his family dynamic there the very end of his life, which yep. it seemed yeah. like he's always kind of wanted. Yep. With mm-hmm. Professor X as his father and her as his daughter. And his he watched his dad die, and then he died, and then he can watch his father, or his uh, his daughter go on and try to make a better life than he had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Really good. And I really, really loved that once she turns the axe or turns across to the axe and leaves, they linger on the grave 
None of the rocks move. Yeah. No hand with adamantium claws yeah. pop up. Yeah. It just lingers on it, and then it cuts to black. Yep. And it's yeah. like, yes, he's dead. Yep. Like, yeah. Yep, yep. Of course he's dead. Yeah. Like, this is the end. There's no after-credit sequence. There's no post-credit sequence. Right. Nothing. It's like, this is it. Yep. Which is yeah. why, like, I really don't want any more Wolverine. Yeah. I, yeah. I like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I give him all the credit for sticking with it this long. But, like, yep. don't ruin it. Like, this is the perfect send-off. This is so much better than we would expect a character like this mm-hmm. to have yeah. on like oh, the yeah. ninth movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, oh, is first, yeah. this is the first time like a character's like gone out like on his own terms. Like not somebody being like, Yeah, I don't like the direction, so I just quit. Like, yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. Michael Keaton with like Batman. Like they could have had like an awesome like Batman send off of Michael Keaton. He's like, nah, I just didn't like the fucking director, so I quit. Yeah. Like this is the first time you've seen her like a superhero be like, This is my last time. You're watching my last performance. Yeah. I, I promise. Yeah. He stuck with it through ups and downs. He was, yeah. he always gave it his all. Yeah, yeah. And on this one, it's like, how many movies can you say that the, is it the ninth? Is it the tenth? It's the ninth X-Men movie. Unless you count Deadpool, then it's ten. Okay, so it's yeah. the ninth. Yes. And it's, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I it's thought. Like like, it's the seventh, the seventh movie where Logan is a very main key. Character. Yeah, yeah, main character. All right. Seventh, ninth. Ten. How, ma- ten. <laughs> How many movies can you say the last one is right. by far the best one? No, like, yeah, nothing. None of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, don't well, fuck that up. Well, Back to Future 3, cowboy stuff. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Riding that locomotive right back to the present. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, was there... Uh, we kind of wrapped up the whole movie, but, like, is there any other parts that you guys really liked that really stuck out? We pretty much... Oh, we well, covered it pretty most, well. Yeah. We could probably play yeah. this over the movie, and it would be a straight-up commentary. <laughs> probably. <laughs> What'd you think about the green serum that they were injecting? That was the one thing that I felt like was kind of a weird studio note. Like, oh, they should have some serum that he pumps into him. It yeah. didn't feel necessary to me. It's just like an accelerated healing factor, like a speed. For just like a couple minutes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it regenerated the X-24, and it yeah. got him all boosted up at the end, but like, I don't know if it needed it. I don't think it needed it either, um, but it also didn't hurt it, really. But I, I just, I did think it was weird, though, like, he injected himself to have a run through the woods, and then it was like... <laughs> Well, I used all that up. It's wearing off. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I liked it as kind of like a point of no return because they gave it to him and they're like, don't use it. Don't use all of it. And then he's like, well, to I'm save you, all- I have yeah. to use all of it. You have any more? So, yeah. So, it's like, yeah. so it gets to a point where it's like, this is my point of no return. Like, this is me accepting the fact that this is my last ride. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Cash songs. Perfect. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. Yep, very fitting. Yeah. I didn't realize that uh, this is the same guy who directed the Walk the Line movie. Yeah. So I, when yeah. somebody pointed that, I'm like, well, that's why all the Johnny Cash songs are in there. <laughs> and 310 to Yuma. So yep. it's got that Western, Western vibe. twang to yeah, it. Yeah, James Mangold. Not, not a bad track yeah. record. No. Well, he directed the last one, too, but mm-hmm. he had more like um, his hands in the script writing process in this as well. Yeah, yeah. you can tell this had... I mean, you can just tell that it was like a labor of love yeah. on this one. Like, people don't... This wasn't like a, a movie by committee. No, You could no, no, no. tell that it was a very personal, like, couple people wrote it and worked on it. Yeah. And it just came together. Like, committee mm-hmm. movies don't seem like this. Mm-hmm. No. 
That's how you get an X-Men apocalypse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where, who knows what was going on. What do on? the hip kids like nowadays? <laughs> Malls. <laughs> and let's cut that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, uh, all that said and done, then, what would you grade Logan? The 7th, ninth, or 10th entry <laughs> yeah. in the X-Men franchise. Uh, I'm going... Full out A plus. Like if this was made in 2016, this would probably be like in my top three. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say A plus. I already said like I could have watched the movie right after it was done. Exactly. And watched it again. Yeah, I'll I'll give it an A plus too. Yeah. I don't know if the rewatchability is quite there for me. Like it's fantastic. It's a yeah. great movie. Um, and normally I like these really dark, depressing movies. <laughs> yeah. But uh. I would watch parts of it again multiple times. I don't know if I'd watch the whole thing again right after. Yeah. But I, it is fantastic. Yeah. I, I, there hasn't been a movie this year or even like a lot last year that made me really actually emotional where I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is really touching really <laughs> parts of me that nobody ever touches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not <Jesus>. even Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is, this is really good. And maybe it's because of the fact that I... Also, just in deeply embedded in comic lore too, as well as just being a really great movie. It uh, it's almost like a badge of honor for the comic book fans. Like, yeah. You know what? <laughs> this came from this came from the shit that I like. Yeah. And now people can finally say like they like stuff other than the Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what you would compare this to for like comic book movies, successful comic book movies. There's the Dark Knight. What else? Like, the Marvel craze has taken over, and those are so much more family-friendly. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of another, like, comic book movie that has this dark yeah. tone. Like, Marvel has such a... Just has such a tone in and of itself, it's hard to compare it to something like this. Marvel Especially has, like, like, the Star Wars Indiana Jones rock, yeah, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, great. Yeah. But, like, they don't all need to be like that. Uh-huh. So, I'm perfectly fine. If DC yeah. wants to go darker, or if X-Men wants to... Do all these weird offshoots? Uh-huh. Great. Sure. You don't want them all to be like Marvel. No. Even though no. it is a Marvel property. True. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> yeah. But, Marvel. you know, that's a good reason to still keep it with Fox. You know, if Marvel had gotten the X-Men back, we would not have gotten Logan. That's no. very true. Yeah. But then we could also avoided things like Wolverine Origins <laughs> or X-Men Apocalypse or X-Men 3. Do they cancel each other out? Are you? Would you? Would you take the X? Would you take the adamantium bullet for of Wolverine Origins to be blessed with Logan later yeah, on? I would. Yeah, 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 yeah. me yeah. too. Yeah, A plus. Good stuff. How about it. You're such, you're such a. You're such a uh, very complicated relationship, Fox. <laughs> yeah. The, the moment a... I want to hate you, you give me something that I want to love so much. Oh man! Well, they're they're doing well right now. They're mm-hmm. two for two in the last two. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one before this? Deadpool. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. And technically, or, Legion. No, Legion no, is it part was of Apocalypse. It. I'm sorry. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> They're two for three. They just need to come out with an X-Men movie in the beginning of a year. That's what yeah. they need to do. Yeah. That's the secret. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, F- Fox with their one-offs. They just need to focus on one thing and then focus around that. Like, that's what makes them the best. The best. Mm-hmm. The best. The best. 
Well, besides uh, Logan, is there anything else anybody else has been into uh, this last week? Uh, let me see. JHD, been anything in that? Um, I've been slogging through Stephen King's The Dark Tower series. Oh yeah, for the past year and a half or so. <laughs> Quite a slog. Yeah, seven books. Oh, they just get larger <laughs> and larger. The one, the last God. one is like well over a thousand pages. Forget it. And I've been listening to it on Audible because I'm a Stephen King fan, and I've heard from many fans that The Dark Tower is like his masterpiece. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, I guess I should probably read it. Sure. <laughs> and in all honesty, it's not. <laughs> oh, shit. It's good, and it's probably a lot more readable if you're reading it like as it came out with like 10 year gaps between oh, them. Sure. But doing shotgunning one after another. <sighs> God. Is almost unbearable. <laughs> it's good, but not a lot happens. And yeah. I I want to get it done before the movie comes out. Not because I think it's amazing. It's just like, I just want to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> just as a challenge to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see what the movie does with it. I would not be heartbroken in the slightest if they don't stick to it very closely, which uh-huh. it sounds like they're not. Uh-huh. And people are up in arms about that. But like... You don't need shut to, up, nerds. like there's. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough material there to stick to it. Like for seven books, not a lot happens. Did you read uh, Marvel's adaptations of them? The ones that Jay Lee illustrated. I think I read a couple of them. They're kind of like sides. They're like prequels to yeah. the to well, the. Books. I guess I don't know. I haven't read the books. Or yeah, anything. I have the compendium, and I was planning on reading that once I finished. But I might need to go on like a five year break <laughs> between then. <laughs> But um, I, I have the first, yeah, I have the first four books, but I don't even know if I've read them all to be honest. I don't yeah, know. I think there's like seven or eight of them. It's weird. It's not bad. It's just so drawn out. Yeah. And Stephen King gets criticized for being wordy, and I would never, I've never read anything of his that I felt was like overly wordy. A thousand until pages this. Day. Until this. <laughs> this is. Oh man, it's something else. It's not bad. It's just. Too long. <laughs> he just too fell bad, asleep typing. Like, oh, I'm still typing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we'll keep it. It's interesting, but it could definitely be trimmed down. It okay. could be like three books instead of seven. Oh and like, my god! Stephen King completionists would probably want to crucify me for that. But sure. like, I'm a fan, and I'm just. Oh right. man! One after another. We're gonna have a, not the we're way gonna have to a Stephen it. King sniper like stationed outside <laughs> yeah. the window right now. And just yeah. Like, When's Dave coming? <laughs> but that's what i've been doing for the last year or so <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> i've been and i've been like having to read other things in between them yeah and like just to keep my sanity right right jt well uh i watched like a few weird things to be honest all right uh there was like a night where i couldn't go to sleep and then i just like was going through stuff and i was like huh I'll watch Braveheart. <laughs> okay. I never saw Braveheart before. Really? So I watched it, and you know what? I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, I don't think I was a huge fan I of Braveheart. I didn't like it. I thought it was very hokey for being a, a, a story about, like, this person that freed Scotland. Like, <laughs> it was like... All, it, Every scene that didn't have William Wallace in it was either people talking about how awesome William Wallace is, <laughs> or how much of a of a how much they can't wait rap, to see yeah. William Wallace. Yeah. Where's Poochie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every scene was either William Wallace being cool 
people talking about how awesome William Wallace is or someone saying how much of a rap scallion William Wallace is. Oh, wow. Like, Where's Blade? Non-stop. <laughs> Blade? And he's almost kind of an asshole because he fights his whole war because they kill his wife. Yeah. And then he fucks someone else. <laughs> I haven't seen Braveheart in so oh. long. I guess I don't it's even so, remember it's, much of it's it. It's nonstop, like, hokey, like, one-liner speeches where everyone just cheers nonstop. Huh. Did he direct that? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Was that his first directorial I movie? That'd be one think of his first. So. Yeah. Because I also saw something else directed by Mill Gibson, <laughs> Hacksaw Ridge. Oh yeah. Huh. I saw it and uh it's very it's very like Braveheart hokey in the beginning where yeah. I was like, God damn it, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but like as it goes on, like it kinda won me over a little bit. I've heard that yeah. one's good. I heard it. My like, folks saw it, they yeah, liked yeah. it. Like how yeah, how it starts out it's very hokey, but then as it goes on, like even Andrew Garfield that where I hear he gets shit on a lot for his role in it. Uh huh. He comes off as, like, like not a preachy Christian character. Like, that's what I think that I hate the most about, like, Christian movies that they, like, press it on you. But it's just like, hey, look, I believe in God. I want to do this. There's even, sure. like, a scene where, like, he's talking with another person in the military where it's like, well, I'm also a Christian. I believe this. And they actually have, like, a three to four minute, like, adult discussion about religion and where i'm like that was actually kind of interesting <laughs> mel yeah. gibson for somebody that's very <laughs> closed-minded and hates jewish people that was a very thought-provoking conversation about christianity mm-hmm. and then uh when they actually get into the battle itself like they were very well shot like there's so many war movies that i see where the battle scenes are very uh like scattered and disorienting where you can't tell what's going on they actually take their time to show what's happening and they even have a really cool scene where he he falls into like these underground mazes that the japanese dug Mm -hmm. and he has to like find him find his way through them like trying to like avoid people that are like like nonchalantly walking by him and like it's it was really actually kind of cool looking forward to suicide squad (laughs) 2 yeah (laughs) helmed by big (laughs) mouth But I was, yeah, I was actually, I was more into it than I thought I was going to be. I actually kind of went, like, the first 10 or 15 minutes, I was like... You just went in wanting to hate it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I rented it on Netflix, like, and I put it, like, way down there, like, thinking I would never get to it. But everything that else that I wanted to see was, like, short weight, short weight, short weight, short weight, short weight, hacksaw rich. God damn it! <laughs> but I watched it, and I, I actually kind of dug it. Right. And Agent Smith in it is actually really fucking good. Really? Yeah. Like, he plays the dad, and I'm like... Wow, that was a really good performance for someone that plays like a stereotypical drunk dad. <laughs> All right on. But and then I saw like it's a very small movie on Netflix called The Invitation. Uh-huh. It's it's really fucking good. No. Oh. <laughs> like I think you would like it, Dave, if you yeah. want to check it out. Like it's it's just it, the main premise is a it's a guy that shows up with his girlfriend to a party with all of his friends that's hosted by his ex-girlfriend who, like, disappeared from everyone's map for, like, three months straight and then shows up with his new boyfriend in, like, this weird state of mind. Mm-hmm. And then you get this, like, this weird, like, aura, like, something's not right, but you cannot find out what it is. And then they start introducing more and more things till it gets to a point where it's like, oh, shit, things are really fucked up at this party. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ah. And then, and then, yeah, and then it plays out where it's like, it's like, 
there's a whole lot of like horror movies that have a slow burn where I get really bored, mm-hmm. but they introduce enough things like as it goes on where you're like, what the fuck is happening? And you don't <laughs> even know if like if you're just because you're seeing it through the boyfriend's eyes, so you're not even sure if it's just if it's him making shit up or if it's you being like uh, like if it's actually something fucked up or if it's just him making it up in his own mind where it's like. I'm at my fucking ex-girlfriend's party. This is weird. Let's go home. Right. Yeah. And it's really cool. I'll have to check it out. Is it a new one? Yeah, it's it's on Netflix. Okay. It's called The Invitation. It's really good. And uh, before I came here, I saw the movie Captain Fantastic with Viggo Mortensen. Oh, yeah. That's good. It's yeah, it's really good. It's and it's like all like kid actors, which I know we shit on all the time, but they're all good. There's like six of them. What? And they're all good. (laughs) My word. Hmm. I like me some Vigo. Yeah, and it's a really seen weird a good premise. Vigo in a while. Have you seen Eastern Promises? Nah. Oh man, it's that's a great good Vigo. Too. That's, that's good. good Vigo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Russian uh, hitman mafia. Yeah, tough guy. yeah, yeah. Yep. Ooh. Covered in tats. Oh, that sounds like good Vigo. Yep. Oh yeah, there's a scene. He has a naked bathhouse scene. <laughs> yeah. Where he kills people. Oh my god. He's sitting in the bathhouse because that's what they do. These uh, mobsters. Oh sure. And some assassins come in with knives ready to get him. And he's only in a towel, and then uh-huh. he loses a towel, but oh, he keeps fighting word. them. Yeah. It's this full-on battle where he's just knifing people and getting knifed. It's yeah. great. It's yeah. good. Vigo. It's good. Vigo. <laughs> but Captain Fantastic, also good Vigo. Yeah. Like, who, do you, who do you think would win, Vigo Mortensen or Vigo the Carpathian? <laughs> Vigo Mortensen, probably. Definitely. <laughs> Especially in a bathhouse. Especially, <laughs> especially if he had a good Hidalgo by his side. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, definitely check definitely check out Captain Fantastic. Fantastic. Captain. Great. Uh, <laughs> well, I went into a few things. I'm going to go through them pretty quick here. I rewatched Doctor Strange yesterday, uh, just recently on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. I like it. It's solid. But, like, I think I liked it a little less from the first time I saw it. Yeah, I bought it, and I have no strong urge to watch it again. Yeah. I saw I, it in the theater, and I was like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, I I still like the end where the he beats uh, Dormammu in like a trick. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the fight scene at the end, fought forwards, but everything else is backwards. I yep. thought that was really inventive. There yeah. was just like a, a limitation on magic in this movie that I just they I, don't do anything fantastic. I wanted with the more magic. magic. I guess it's like give it's, me more magic. More yeah. magic. Yeah, it's like the most toned down version of magic that you could possibly put on film. Right, and I they only do a limited amount of things. Even like everybody can only do like the same things. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Like. I hate the sling ring thing. I don't <laughs> like it, and I think it looks stupid when he's running around, looking like he's flicking somebody's bean, trying to open up this goddamn portal when they can just easily walk into a mirror dimension with no effort. Uh-huh. Like, why is there such a disconnect here? I don't get it. Uh, I also don't like either that the uh, the cloak of levitation is like personified and has like a personality. Yeah, it's like Aladdin's magic carpet almost. Yeah, and I I don't like that. It was a little too goofy for me. Like, it seemed very Joss Whedon-y to me, where it's just <laughs> like, oh, look at this stupid cloak. Yeah, you know, I... like we're gonna make it just like even the part where he has his cool moment where he's like, I'm Doctor Strange. Yeah, and then it like falls down or like hits him in the face. It's like the whole thing is a joke. 
Yeah, there was like one part where it was a somewhat serious moment, and he's like wiping, like it has tears going down his face, and then he go the cape goes to wipe the tears away, and he's like it turns it into like a joke again. I'm like, stop doing yeah, that. This movie was way too jokey, and it did it really poorly. Like Doctor Strange himself, I thought was just not funny. But he constantly came off as, like, the Tony Stark type of persona. Yeah. And with him uh, calling Wong all the different pop singers, like, yeah, that was yeah. a joke that was never funny. It but went they on kept going long. on yeah. and on through the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, man. I wanted this one to be better. It yeah. wasn't bad, but, like, no, it, it was... should have been a little more serious and a little more out there. Yeah. It had a couple scenes that were great, like when he goes into the astral plane the first time. Yeah. And then the end part. But between that, like, forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, also watched a shit ton of Great British, Great British Bake Off this last weekend. They have seasons two and three up on Netflix. We watched both of them. Me and Chelsea Jesus did. Christ, fucking the quaintest show on television. <laughs> it is so addicting to watch just a polite contest happen. Everyone's got British accents. Nobody's out to backstab each other. They're just like friendly British people that like. I know how to make a a good biscuit. And so they go and they make a biscuit. And they're like, who made the best biscuit? And they don't win money at the end. They just win a a cake stand that says Great British Bake Off on it. And I'm like, this is just for fun. (laughs) I fucking love it. This isn't for keeps at all. (laughs) Congratulations, you're officially a dad. I love it. Just give it a shot. You'll be addicted. <laughs> I love it. Um, also, uh, I listened to a podcast. I brought it up, I think, a couple weeks ago. It's called Do Go On. And it's part of, like, now the the Weekly Planet, like, uh, whatever it's called. Their podcasting network or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting podcast where they just take a topic and one of the three hosts does a report on it mm-hmm. and they inform the other two about whatever they do. And this, yeah. I don't, I have never listened to all of them, but mm-hmm. I always listen to ones that the topic sounds really interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I'll download that one, that one, that one. And it always seems to be the same guy who's giving <laughs> the reports that I want to listen to. Yeah. And it happens to be the funniest guy on there. But this last week, they actually did, the topic was Montreal Screwjob. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That and was I, up there. I listened to it today, and I think it's going to really upset you. <laughs> because it's three people who don't know anything about wrestling. Oh, I figure. And one only has a vague knowledge of it from when he casually watched it in the 90s. Oh, yeah. So, like... I know I knew more about it than they did, and I still learned a like a little bit that I wasn't so sure about. But I was like, I love hearing yeah. people talk about wrestling that don't me, know about wrestling. Me though. too, and that's <laughs> why I wanted to bring it up to you today. It's like, oh, what? So did he hit him with the chair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the one, I, the one thing I wish they did more in that show is always like just get to the point. Because they always try to riff off each other. And maybe that's what we do too and it doesn't really work. But it really doesn't work with them either. So I was just like, just fucking get to your report, bro. <laughs> I know. They, they do so much where they, they try and like have this big uh, introduction. Where you're like, oh, man. I'm, I'm almost out of it right now. <laughs> yeah. I like tuned in to like listen to this really interesting th- report to like get more information on it. And now you're just 
talking about like yes so i saw this friend the other day (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i don't fucking care talk about john wilkes booth yeah yeah Uh, and the last thing I wanted to bring up, uh, Dave, you brought up to me that it was on Amazon, the Image Revolution yeah. uh, documentary. Watched yeah. that last night. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. It was did. pretty good, huh? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was it was good. I almost wanted more from it. Yeah, it I was, was going to say it was kind of an overview and they didn't, like, there was parts towards the end where it seemed like a ton of shit happened and they just skimmed over it. Yeah. But I did, it was interesting. There, They did say things that I didn't know before in which, like, all the founders... Once they got, like, huge, when they made Image Comics, they got almost too big for Image and then split out from there and made their own shit, which I yeah. I think I heard before, but I guess I just didn't really pay any attention. Like, Silvestri making Top, Top Cow, Cow and Liefeld being, like, kicked out. And I yeah. guess I forgot about that yeah. completely. And uh, all, like, just, like, other people, they kind of just... Like, it, the only people you really need to worry about is, like, McFarlane, Liefeld... Sylvester,y Larson, and Larson, but even he is just like steadfast. And oh like, yeah, not well, really int- Like he never moves. Like, no, no, he's he- always just Image Comics. But like Willis Poratio, uh-huh. like I don't even know if he's still alive. No, like, and Jim Lee was kind of oh like yeah, Jim Lee brought yeah, in, yeah. and then he was like the first to go. Yeah, he always. It just seemed like Jim Lee always wanted to be a company man. Like he, yeah, he just went along with them, and he's like, <laughs> guys, this isn't for me. Yeah, yeah. But, oh my god, the money thrown around. My arranged head. marriage with DC is uh, <laughs> holding like, me back here. It, it fucking blew my mind, though, and like how much money was just being spent in the 90s on comics. When they oh. said like they had to cancel a title because it, made le- it sold less than 300,000 copies. When that is fucking unheard of now. Like, yeah. A good selling title sells like a hundred, and that's like number one selling yeah. Walking Dead, like, milestone issue yeah, at this isn't point. isn't that crazy? What happened there? And, like, co- like good comics are looked at more favorably now than they ever were back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just bought them because they bought everything. Yeah. Like, would you hear, like, uh, X-Men number one from Jim Lee sold, like, 82 million copies or, or like, 8 million copies or whatever it was. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But also it had, like, four variant covers and all that other shit that totally broke the comics industry anyway in the 90s, but it, it was really interesting. It was kind of cheaply put together, the whole documentary. Mm-hmm. Chelsea kind of woke up when I was watching it, and she's like, is this on YouTube? And I'm like, no, it's like a real Amazon, <laughs> like, real documentary, but... The uh, the group that did it is like, a, it's called Secor Organization, and oh, yeah. they are like a comic historian group, oh, so yeah. they don't have like a big budget or anything but they do make these yeah there's a neil gaiman documentary and there's a grant morrison documentary that they've put out too oh cool so they're interesting it's that talking with gods grant morrison documentary. oh i think i saw that yeah yeah, yeah it, and it looks like they just kind of went to his house and chatted with yeah. him like <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. this huge production but sure. it's just it's interesting to hear him talk yeah it definitely will i'd give it a watch if you're interested in comics and want to see how because it starts from the beginning, even before when they were all in Marvel, and goes until, like, Kirkman joined in the recent years and all that other shit. Oh, yeah, they spend a lot of time with Kirkman, yeah. actually. Yeah. Which, I mean, for Image, that's a big part of their uh, <laughs> history right now. Yeah. I was, uh, I've actually watched a couple things on YouTube recently. I just realized that they've all been from kind of the same uh, channel called Folding Ideas, and it's a lot about uh, movie making. And they do a couple different kind of like video essays on, there's one on Fight Club 
and the problem with toxic masculinity that oh, Fight yeah? Club introduces. And I don't know if the movie itself is condemning or praising it, but it just kind of poses the question mm. of it's like this 20 minute examination of Fight Club and the ideals. Mm-hmm. There's one of the editing of Suicide Squad and oh, how really? it's like literally just a cookie cutter movie, which is no big reveal, but sure. is this guy who has this pretty great knowledge of cinematography and editing Mm. goes through and picks out like this does not work like this is where your (laughs) eye line is looking here and they've got five other things and before you can acknowledge any of them it cuts to another thing it just shows like in a breakdown of like this movie is a complete disaster and this is why i want to say like i might have saw another video from that channel or something very similar but you should send me that because i want to check those yeah it was good and then there's another one that i watched i don't think it was the same channel but it was interesting and it was about how the marvel cinematic universe visually just looks like shit oh yeah the color palette yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah Yeah, that's what i saw and i think that's what brought me onto this guy but it might have been a different channel but it's so true it's like they just copied and pasted the color correction on the first movie and applied it to all of them right and they said like say what you will for the dc movies like they look good yeah in the marvel movies like where you have you've waited 12 movies and now captain america iron man and company are running at each other in an airport it should be the most dynamic thing you've ever seen yeah but it just looks boring as shit like it's it's all in that gray color yeah and just like a big wide open airport and they're like it shouldn't look like this yeah like guardians is a little bit better and there's a couple that are a little like more extravagant yeah but universally it's the most boring color palette and it should not be yeah and when i saw that i just it like totally opened up my eyes i'm like oh yeah yeah they look just drab like (laughs) i know it's kind of like movies like oh man at least have like deep saturated color and like Say what you want about, like, whatever, Zack Snyder, but he can film, like, a good-looking shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, where his might be kind of lacking in scripting. Sure, substance. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got, like, this operatic (laughs) overtone to his movies, where it's this big, wide scope. Like, the music is recognizable. Yeah. Like, it's bombastic. It has, like... It's got the slow-mo. It's got this kind of emotional tug to it. Right. And the Marvel movies are all just kind of like, here it is. Yeah. You know? But <laughs> like, at the same time, it's not real... bad either. It's no, just it's like, not. But it's... they're different. And cinematically, like, I prefer the look of, like, a Zack Snyder movie. Sure. It just looks like they put more time and effort into it. Yeah. Um. Well, that's all I've been into. So, Joel, you brought up an invitation. The invitation. Yeah. If people want to send you an invitation <laughs> to something, where could they do that? Uh, they could find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, when I Snapchat, Troy. Uh, you can find me at Short of the Max. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Off Topic Podcast. You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future, on SoundCloud.com slash Off Topic Podcast. We are also on iTunes. If you look up Review Review and Hey, while you're there, why don't you give us a five star review? Because if you like the show, five star review helps other people find the show as well. We're also on Google Play and Stitcher Sitch, still in the air. Fuck them. If you have something to say that's maybe more than 140 characters, you can also send us an email at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. I think I nailed it. That was pretty smooth. Wow. Can you only do that when you've had like four beers? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then my urge to pee is so great. That's when I can just... I might tack you on the way to the bathroom. (laughs) Uh, I've still only peed twice today. (laughs) Jesus. That's amazing. Personal Uh, record. GHD, if they 
do you want to throw out your stuff? They can't. They can't find me anywhere. That's oh, perfectly God. fine. Off the grid. Yep. Also, if you want to, uh, me, actually, 100% of the Imperious Rex crew is in this house right now. That's right. Uh, me and GHD do a show called Imperious Rex on YouTube. You can find us at Imperious Rex <laughs> at YouTube.com. Uh, we, where we uh, go over uh, just whatever. Comics. Yeah, comics. <laughs> go over comics and what we like in comics. That's right. Yeah. 22 do- episodes. That's right. We're doing a season two right now. Uh, it's not coming out every week, which is favorable to us. Yep. <laughs> Sporadically. We yeah. don't want to cram it down anyone's throats. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I want to see kind of what, uh, maybe you're doing later in the week and maybe we can crank out three more. Uh, I think that sounds delightful. Listen to that. Look at that. Live. I'm excited. Live <laughs> producing. How about this? On another show. That's good because I was, I was listening to the, uh, new X-Men one we recorded. Yeah. It's pretty shit. <laughs> We might need to <laughs> might need to get a different one for that. All right, that's fine. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's the show. If everyone uh, out there wants to shout out at us, do so, please. What did you think of Logan? Yeah, there's so many platforms when you could do that on, and I just said them all. Set them all do it again. Don't do it again. <laughs> I said them all. Just go yell rewind. at your neighbor. Rewind, you bastards. You bastards. Uh, what do we got coming next week? JT? I believe it's I bet you it's Kong. Kong. It's Kong Skull Island. It is. Ooh. It's been getting favorable reviews, Kong guys. Kong Skull Island. Oh, good. I've heard okay reviews. I've I've heard a lot of good things. I've heard good things too. All right. I'm taking your words for it. <laughs> your words from somebody else. Yeah. I'm going to just, yeah, based on what I just said now, I'm going to defend it to its dying day. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's the show. So until next time, I've been Short of the Match Extreme. I'm JT3K. And this is Ghost Hunter Dave. Thanks for having me on, guys. You're very you welcome. You are welcome. And happy birthday, Joel. Oh, my God. I'm I old. almost <laughs> burst out of a cake for you, but I didn't know how I'd bring it in the in Just the say that you did. No one will know. <laughs> well, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> didn't uh, plan ahead. Once you got on the cake, you didn't know how to get it into the building. It was, it was a little smaller than I anticipated. I had a leg sticking out. Just put your arm awkward. out of the cake and knocked, <laughs> and then put your arm back in. All right. Until next time, we are off. <laughs>